Welcome to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And we are back for episode six of The Pretty Little Liars. No place like homecoming. There's no place like homecoming. I'm always like off on like a word or two. That that is so true about it's you. It's so facts. And almost everything. Okay. <laughs> it's so facts. <laughs> it's so facts. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> this feels so weird. Okay, so Phoebe and I are actually trying something super new and high tech, and that is that we <laughs> are recording this podcast via Zoom. Ever heard of it? I think that if if anybody from the past is listening, from the past, from the Oregon Trail, you should invest in a little thing called Zoom. Yes, we have a million dollar idea for you. Put a million dollars into <laughs> Zoom, and just wait and see and then you're gonna be accused when the entire world goes to shit because of a global pandemic and you're the one who's making money off of it because you invested a million dollars into zoom you're gonna be under investigation and probably go to jail is that happening what is that happening in real life no phoebe because nobody time traveled back in time and invested a million dollars into zoom and is now being investigated nobody listened to this (laughs) podcast actually and went back in time and did that so no that's not happening (laughs) as we speak my god anyway you guys there are cops outside of my house it's very marin oh my god that is this is so awkward right now it you're making it awkward you're making it awkward i'm having a wonderful time i've frankly been laughing the entire time we've been doing this so oh it's impossible to hear you because you're in nashville and i'm in pittsburgh (laughs) We're actually operating this podcast wait, via telepathy. Wait. No, we aren't. Um, but Phoebe <laughs> and I have been having a lot of like really weird moments where it's like, are we twins? Because we keep saying things at the same time. And that's like what twins do. And we look alike because we're biologically related. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. What I really needed to say to you all right now is that we lied on the last podcast. We talked this big talk about Kate Mara. I'm in the, I, I will take <laughs> much responsibility for it because every time I watch the episode, I, I say it. I say it's Kate Mara. Mara. And Mara, it's not. Mara, Mara. But it is another fame. Like the, this actress that it is has been in other stuff. Her name, hang on. It's like a it's kind, weird, I mean, no offense, girl. Oh, yeah, name. watch out. Her name is, wait for it's like it. Carlson. Carison. Okay, it's Carison Young. What is she? She's in like a Disney thing. She's in a lot of stuff, but she looks like un, it's uncanny, the resemblance I mean, like, to, to I, the Maras. We, we both were like, that's Kate Mara, but. Well, you said it, and I was like, is it? And then I was like, okay, it is, because I'm easily convinced. Because yeah. um, it looks like it's her. not her. Yeah, and we go on like a whole thing about it. And we even like <laughs> say that they're related to the Roonies, which, which is, is true. true. The Maras are related to the Roonies. They're just not in Pretty Little Liars. Which is unfortunate. So you can accuse us of being dirty liars and you'll be right because it's not Kate Mara. It's Karison Young. Karison, we issue a formal apology to Karison Young as well. Well, I'm also going to say maybe you guys just shouldn't have been styled so similarly. Maybe you guys oh. shouldn't have been shouldn't have been looking alike like that. <laughs> It's confusing to the public. Okay. Um, should we just dive into it? Yeah, I'm actually really glad you said <laughs> that because I had to, as you heard <laughs> in episode five, I had to superimpose me saying, let's get oh into my episode God. four. 
Okay, when you sent it to me, I was like, what the fuck is that? I literally was like, I like jumped. I was scared. And I actually texted you about it when I was like, you should cut that whole part because it's really scary and there's like a strange sound. That's what I meant. We, in theater, there is a thing called the God mic. If you're a theater person, you know what this is. It's like when you're backstage and the stage manager calls 30 minutes, five minutes, places, whatever. And they say it in the microphone that just goes to like the entire backstage of the theater and it's called the God mic. And that is what Phoebe sounds like when she comes on. I was like, Jesus someone's coming from above it like scared the shit out of me because it's like you're like talking so low it literally to me it sounds like you're like in the middle of class and you don't want anyone to hear you hi guys this is phoebe reporting from the future <laughs> this is phoebe from the future well, really... <laughs> do you guys remember Fall the Fu- oh my god do you remember pim what? What kind of name was Pim in Phil of the Future? You don't know. That's where Allison Mashaka got her start. No, I know, know Phil of the Future. About? I had such a big crush on Phil of the Future. Okay, yeah. Ricky Ullman was his I name. Was Why do I know name? everyone's like birth name? <laughs> I did love that show, but also Pim. What a nightmare name. Is that the mom? No, it was a sister who was also like scary. Oh, well, it had to be a name of the future. Yeah, like Phil. <laughs> Phil and Pim. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pim. Her, they could <laughs> name her Pam. They couldn't have named her anything else other than Pim. I just, I'm sorry. It's a different choice. Okay, anyway, let's get into the episode. Okay, so we open first scene. Aria is in mourning, laying in her room, music blasting in her comfy clothes. And she's reminiscing on the first time she met Ezra Fitz. They're like she's she's flashbacking to their hot makeout in that dirty fucking dive bar that Aria never should have been in the first place. God, if she had never been so obsessed with herself and, and think that she, a sixteen year old, can go to a bar, <laughs> we would never be in this fucking predicament. I'm sorry. Anyway. So all the girls come in and they're like, grab Aria. They're like, come on, you gotta get up. And they think she's just upset about her parents fighting and what's going on there. And as Phoebe so astutely mentioned, Aria is so lucky. <laughs> she has that drama going on at home because she doesn't have to explain to her friends that she's actually going through like kind of a breakup and what's so like i don't know just awkwardly i don't know how i would feel in the situation but every comment that they make about her dad runs exactly parallel to what's going on with her and ezra like down to like emily's like all could be forgiven in a couple days and then hannah's like or i don't remember who says it but someone's like no like it's you don't hannah. get it like he slept with one of her students or whatever well emily says when what happens on Friday can be over by Monday and it pans to Aria and she has a little moment where she's like, oh, okay, like obviously thinking maybe that will happen with her and Ezra. Yeah. And then Hannah's like, Emily, her dad slept with a student. That's not going to happen. And then Aria has another look where she's like, oh shit. Like it's, it's very interesting because there are all these parallels in that storyline as well as her own. But anyway, they get her up and, and they're like, you've got to change out of these clothes. And Spencer's like, they're starting to graft to your skin. Aria's like, they're comfy. <laughs> and Hannah goes, so are mom jeans and platform flip-flops. And obviously like trying to be like, those are so comfy, but they're not cool. And it's just fucking funny because in the year 2022, that's what people are wearing and mom jeans I and feel platform like flip-flops we can be more confident in our style now because this is like the second cycle of that stuff coming back you're right whereas you're right, like right. we look back on pretty little liars and it's like 
Jesus Christ. We were taking a risk when we did it the first time. Right. And now we're like, okay, we've learned from our mistakes. It's called trial and error. This is take two. We were just deciding to refine that early 2000s style a little bit more than Y2K style. Hannah Marin just can't fathom the idea of not wearing business casual. At least, at <laughs> She's least. She's like, I will never be caught wearing casual clothes. 51% of every outfit she wears has to be business casual. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, if I'm not wearing a blazer, I am wearing hose, okay? <laughs> like, there has to be something. Anyway, so then they get up there talking about homecoming. Aria's like, I'm not going. And Hannah's like, no, you have to go. I need your vote. Because she's up for homecoming queen, of course. <laughs> no, no, my favorite thing is that she doesn't actually care if Aria goes. She goes, okay, well, if you're not going, can you at least cast an absentee ballot? <laughs> Yeah. And Spencer's like, Hannah. Spencer's <laughs> always like the voice of reason. Hannah. It's like the chastising mom voice. It's because she's 10 years older than everybody else. <laughs> that is actually a great point. Um, so Spencer's going with Alex from the country club, which is very exciting. It's their first real date. And she's also like on the committee. And she says, I, I'll be refilling the chips in the hummus dip. I'm sorry. I am repulsed by the idea of a communal hummus <laughs> dip at a high school homecoming. I love hummus, but it's kind of a gross, like, texture. Like, it doesn't look cute. So, imagining, like, a huge platter of hummus that everyone's just been, like, willy-nilly dipping shit into. Who knows? But as we know, this homecoming is spectacular. It's spectacular. It's different. We'll get into that. But, so they ask Emily, who are you going with? Knowing that she wouldn't be going with Ben and Hannah's kind of like waiting to see what Emily's going to say because we know that Hannah saw the photo of her and Maya kissing. And Emily says, I think I'm just going to go stag. And Arya's like, me too, me too. Spencer goes, oh yeah, you guys should go together. You'll be such a cute couple. And Emily kind of like looks down and like feels, it's actually very good like subtle acting by Shay Mitchell where she's Queen. just kind of like. A little Come uncomfy. Arya has a comment that I actually, hearing this, cannot believe. How did it get out she of the goes, writer's room? I, I, I don't. Things were just so different. I don't even know. Arya says, and this is an, like an early 2000s pop culture reference that I don't think Phoebe gets. Arya goes, how did I go from mom jeans and flip-flops to Samantha Ronson? Who is that? If you guys don't remember who Samantha Ronson is, she's a DJ who dated Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> I do know who that is. There was a documentary. She's in a documentary about Lindsay Lohan or something like that. I yes. know she like had a restraining order against her at some point wait um samantha ronson against Lindsay lohan yeah i'll have to look into it more but yeah so she is she was like this dj and it was very kind of scandalous at the time because Lindsay lohan had always been like the disney darling and she kind of had her moment like they all do where they're like actually this is who i am and i'm sorry that it's not the cookie cutter disney person you thought i was but like this is the reality and so she starts dating samantha ronson and i don't know how long they dated but for a little bit and it was like a big thing it was the talk of the town that Lindsay Lohan would be in a lesbian relationship. And so that's what Aria is referring to. And literally imagine how Emily must feel fucking hearing that. Horrific. Also, Aria is like the last person you'd expect to say something like that. Exactly. Like her family, the way that she was raised, like I don't I know. see that. Well, that her. just honestly it's shows a Spencer you that like comment maybe. The way that people are, I think, I honestly think if I were like just going off of what I'm seeing and not knowing who they are, that I would think Hannah would be more inclined to like say stuff like that than Aria. But it's like completely the opposite. Hannah's the one who's like gay icon, like like ally of the year. And you just know it's the kind of thing that like when Emily eventually does come out 
all three of them are just going to think back on all the like things they said that must have made her feel uncomfortable. Aria won't. <laughs> not Aria. Not Aria. Aria's actually She'd be like, like, I knew oh the whole time, actually. God. Yeah. <laughs> and, I've, and I've actually, but she actually told me before she told you guys, I know we're all in the same room, but she told me like a second before she told you guys, <laughs> um, I actually hit my ears a second before it hit all of your ears. So I actually knew, and I actually was there for her before you were there for Emily her. Emily <laughs> actually didn't even need to tell me. Like, I just could feel it. I like, just I knew, knew because we just have this like, oh, telepathy. Oh. Word of the day. Word of the day. I actually can't believe she said that. Post a picture of Samantha Ronson and Lindsay Lohan to jog y'all's memories. But honestly, like these first couple episodes are like jam packed with pop culture references. They really are. They really are. It's it's wild. Anyway, so then Emily's like, well, I actually was thinking of going with somebody, but I don't want people to make it like a bigger deal than it is or think it's something that it's not. Can I be honest, though? Mm hmm. I don't really understand. And you know, I'm a Toby Stan. You know I love this friendship. But I, I don't see why she would be like, oh, I was actually thinking of bringing Toby. Like, I don't see that being a thought process for her. Yeah, I don't really. Well, I well we don't really know because didn't we leave off last episode and Emily and Toby are, like, in the cafe bonding? But I just don't know if, like, homecoming would be the next step for me. And and don't forget that she and Maya, like, had kind of, like, a weird... So it's not like she would take Maya. I know. Isn't Maya going to be pissed? She is going to be yeah, pissed. But I've seen that. <laughs> yes, but remember, she and Emily just had like that weird conversation where Emily basically was like, I need space. Yeah. I don't know. What's the correlation? So, so then why would she think, like, why would she take Maya over Toby? That's not what I'm saying. I just like. No, it's weird, but they need it for the storyline. So just Phoebe, just get over it. <laughs> they have to do it for the story. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway so anyway. Hannah like kind of gives a look like she like obviously thinks that's Maya. It's ugh, got the subtext in the scene. But they're, they've talked so much. They've worked up an appetite. So they start eating the Chinese food. And Hannah goes right for the fortune cookie. <laughs> opens it before anything else. And she opens it. And she's looking at her fortune and she's like, what does Spencer say? Emily says bad fortune and Spencer goes, Confucius says, like, cut the drama or yeah. something. <laughs> like, Confucius says, you're a drama queen or something like that. And then Hannah reads the fortune and it says, lions, tigers, and bitches, oh my, there's no place like homecoming. See you there. A. And all the girls open up their fortunes and all of it, all their fortunes say the same thing. But what I have to say, another fucking... <laughs> continuity error this show no i know it's crazy but so hannah's already opened up her fortune so there are three girls left that have to open up a fortune cookie <laughs> do four girls and we open watch the cookie four hands open up a fortune <laughs> like they, they goes one two three you think it's over at four it's like no we already said why do i there five fortune cookies enter lucas who i actually can't stand he makes me so uncomfortable but i just love this scene you know oh my gosh Wait, you're the perfect person to say this to. I've been. I am I, the perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> but I actually, you know what? I can't wait to hear what you fucking say right now. You're the perfect person to no, say this to. It's not about to. you. It's not about Aria. It's not about you. I know. I know I just, it's not about me. I just mean that we have common interests. You think? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? I'm always, whenever I listen to Lucas, I'm like, who do I hear in his voice? And last time I watched the show through, I figured it out. And it's Nick Vial. 
Oh my God, really? Okay, now when I yeah. watch, I'm gonna need to think that. God, I love him. He says vile file, so it's like. I know, but then. We're just uh, plugging every- our friend's pod, the vile file. <laughs> yeah, starting Nick, Nick Vile from The Bachelor. Nick, if you're listening. <laughs> so they are in RLW Club, Real Love Waits. And Hannah did say she'd go with Sean, and she did. So anyway, they're in the Real Love Waits, and it, but it opens, and you don't know they're there. They do something kind of tricky where they open <laughs> on Sean saying, like, let's go up to my room. I'm ready. Let's do this. Sean looks insane in that first like opening cut. The this way he's is looking, not a great episode for Sean. The way he's oh, and the next one's not any better. Yeah, he he doesn't. It's not a good look for Sean in these couple of episodes. Um, yeah, the way he's looking at her, it's it's creepy. But we don't know that he's talking to her. You you think oh he's talking to Hannah, and then it pans over to Karison Young, who's like I'm not ready. I made a promise to myself. And I want to keep it. And so they're they're doing role playing, but not the hot kind. And I think, okay, I'm actually watching the show with the closed captions on right now because my audio is weird, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I don't normally do that. That's why I preface that. I'm not one of those people. Oh, Anthony is. <laughs> you really can't like focus that hard. Anyway, it's whatever. hard. I mean, it's hard because then, well, but actually I was watching Selling Sunset the other night and I was like, what the hell is Mary saying? And I rewinded it three times and I still didn't know. So then I did put on closed captioning. Um, the closed captions say, instead of like when, when Lucas goes, I'm better like observing this exercise. He says sex exercise. I thought the same thing. Okay. Yes. That's what the closed captions are. Oh, I think okay. It's so, so that funny. is what he says. So they're like, Hannah, do you want to try? And she's like, no. And, and she's, he's like, oh, so you know how to say no. I'm going to say no, too. You have to come up and do it. And then they ask Lucas to go up. And he's like, no, I am more of a bystander for this sexercise, right? So they get up there. And she's completely monotone. And she's like, do you want to come <laughs> up to my room? And he's like, uh, I can't do this. And she's like, I'm so hot for you. <laughs> she's like, you make me so hot. And he goes, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't do this role play with a girl who is a splice between Barbie and Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. Which Did is you the catch only this, way though? I want to be described from here on out. When Lucas says... Girls like this don't go for me unless they have a deep-seated self-esteem issue or a drinking problem. And that just described Hannah. Oh, my God. Wow. That's true. Wow. Makes you think. Caroline's just texting, just texting away, not paying attention to our job. I'm going to call this our job from now on. So they finally get back to business. They do the scene. Hannah's like kind of getting a kick out of Lucas at this point because she really liked the Barbie Shakira thing, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't blame like, her. Huh, thanks. I would really like that too. <laughs> then Lucas decides to take a turn after this whole entire, um, he has a little outburst, I guess. We could I love it. it for him though. Yes. Like, and I then he decides <laughs> to start going and she's like, want to go up to my room? And he goes, yes, before she can even finish. Literally, she's like, do you want to come to my room? He's like, yes. I really do. <laughs> She's barely holding in her laughter. And for, okay, Sean, we also need to work on your self-esteem. Like, I don't actually think this is something you have to worry about. Lucas actually just explained to you why he's not. But maybe he was, yeah, sitting, yeah. Maybe he was sitting in the chair like, oh my God, Hannah has deep-seated <laughs> self-esteem issues and a drinking problem. No, I know. But it's like, Sean, you also like messed it up you could have had that no hannah messed it up i know but i'm saying before hannah crashed his car like sean i'm just saying like if sean's gonna be jealous of lucas saying that and get mad that lucas said that it's like the okay you could have you know i don't know anyway we love it and then that's where we end our real love waits meeting caroline are you 
Gaga for Gaga. Girl, you know I am Gaga for Gaga. <laughs> Wait, before we get to that, though, we have like a literally like a seven second scene of Aria chasing Mr. Fitz in the Oh, my hallway. God. I literally forgot. I forgot. Oh, my God. You're right. Because she accosts she literally, him. She sees him walk out the door and she goes, hey. She's waiting. She screams. Of the, and there's an extra who really has his moment. He's like 40 years old. He's standing against the locker as a high school student. <laughs> And he is just standing there reading, leaning up against a locker. Very. It kind of looks like we're about to meet him. Yeah, it kind of does. And then Mr. Fitz comes out of his his classroom and Arya like bombards him, literally chases him. And the guy just literally lifts his eyes, not his face, to look up, raises his eyebrows a little bit, looks back at the book. It's excellent. <laughs> and she's like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, no, I have a staff meeting. And she's like, what did I just say? He's like, I'm late. And he like runs away. Um, and Arya is left dumbfounded in the hallway. Anyway, we go to the cafeteria. Who's to say if it's morning or lunch or whatever? I need a quick moment for Emily's outfit. And Maya looks troubled. She looks scared. First of all, she acts like she is trapped and there's nowhere to go. There's no one around her. She could walk away. Maya always looks like she just saw a ghost. Or like that she <laughs> yes. can see your future. No, wait. That... <laughs> You know, she looks at you and she's like, oh, no. And then yes. you're like, what? And she's like, never mind. Not my place to say. <laughs> she's walked away. <laughs> like, that's who Maya no, is The way she me. looks at you, she like, she's always like. <laughs> yeah, she's always like intensely looking at you. And you're like, oh, it's my like, God. It's like Raven, <laughs> Raven Simone, like after getting a vision. <laughs> yeah. like, when she's like Maya in their like, like recovery after the vision. She like snaps. Right. Like, yeah, that's Maya's That's Maya 24-7. That's how she wakes up. Mm-hmm. That's like everything. I need to say something about Emily's outfit. She is wearing something <laughs> that looks like it was bought at the children's place. She's got a short sleeve <laughs> hoodie that's like <laughs> white with rainbow stripes v-neck, v-neck with a little skirt and then i we have never talked about her messenger bag but we really should because it literally looks like she is like she like we support our troops like it looks like she is at war um with that it's cargo. probably her dad like, oh my god maybe it's literally like a tan cargo messenger bag and i just like maya also has like a massive messenger bag well we talked about how no one has a backpack it looks like that bag from the santa claus oh you mean santa's sack no, <laughs> <laughs> no. oh well maybe it is <laughs> what other bags are there in the santa claus well i mean like when what's his name scott mm-hmm. scott calvin that's mm-hmm. his name when he comes to the house to give to see that cute little girl girl you've lost me the redhead yeah i know what's her name in the third one i have you love no her. clue what her name is right now Jenny anyway. weasley <laughs> it's the only redhead i know not georgia connell I, I wanted mom to go nuts for that line our mom listens to the podcast and like texts us and like completely <laughs> out of context should be like hi <laughs> And we'll be like, what? I don't know. And we'll be like, what are you talking about? She's like, the podcast, of course. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Anyway, mom, if you're listening and we know you are, we love you so much, icon. <laughs> so Maya and Emily run into each other. It's unnecessarily awkward. Like, it's another level. It's really uncomfy. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, they haven't spoken since the cupcake shop moment or like <sighs> after that, whatever, when Emily's wearing those it shoes. Is like, <sighs> <sighs> anyway, so. 
Emily kind of boldly goes, so are you like going to homecoming with anybody? And then Maya's like, no, like dance music isn't really my thing, of course, because she is not like other girls. <laughs> um, but no, Maya is, she's like, I'm not Gaga for Gaga, which how dare you? <laughs> we are. Oh my yeah. God. That's the, our next shirt. Gaga for Gaga. <laughs> we get sued by Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> Stephanie Germanata, you will never be famous. That is my favorite Facebook page oh my God. ever. The fact that that literally created. existed is so funny, but that also means that Lady Gaga was walking around in high school like, I'm going to be a mogul. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut the fuck up. She was a Rachel Berry, I think. 100%, 100%. But it and aged just like well. Leah Michelle. It aged well, unlike Leah Michelle. So, yes, Maya says she's not Gaga for Gaga and will not be going to homecoming. And then she goes, but we should maybe catch up. And Emily's like, yeah, like sometime. I don't know when though I'm busy. I'm in sports. And doing Allison's mural. Yeah, oh yeah. She's busy Memorial. with that too. It's not a mural. Thank God it's not a mural. Mural. Toby would probably have to do uh, it. <laughs> accuse him of actually killing her. Because they'd be like, this is a really like this is like a horror. This is a grotesque image. This is a cursed image that you painted. We hate it. <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> Allison's mom would be like, get out! Get out of my face. I never want to see this again. Like something like that. It's like plastered in the town square. <laughs> yeah. They can't take it down immediately. Like, oh, it's gonna take us a few days. She's like, I'm moving. They leave it on weird terms. Who knows? Will they? Won't they? I know. I'm super worried for Hannah that Heather Perez is gonna steal the homecoming queen crown from her because she said if that happens, she's gonna have a mental breakdown. I'm really curious to see like what Hannah having a mental breakdown would look like if her crashing Sean's car wasn't. <laughs> Spencer's like, wait a minute. Uh, didn't you like just have a mental breakdown? Hannah's like, no, that was just a Friday. Thank you. That was revenge. It was actually called revenge. Um, Spencer seems okay. Actually, I have a couple things to say about Spencer. First, do her hands not work? Why can she not push the hair away from her face? Her hair is fully covering <laughs> half of her face the entire scene. This is what happens when you've watched this show so many times. You can no longer focus on what's actually <laughs> happening in the scene. These are the things that keep you up night about the show right so there's that but also she just seems much more agitated about this entire situation than she did last episode i'm like y'all barely even talked about like hannah getting the file so i don't understand yeah she's super agitated so hannah's sitting there like reapplying her makeup in a compact <laughs> mirror and spencer throws herself onto the table and he's like can you get the file today and hannah's like what and they're talking about jenna's file from the psychotherapist's office that hannah's in and i just want to say like spencer you're actually asking a lot of hannah and i know you don't know what's going on with her it's like actually i don't know the law super well but it's probably a felony there's literally no doubt in my mind that it's a felony and that's not what hannah needs and spencer you wouldn't do that like even no. if you were in hannah's position you would not put anything at risk like that so i'm sorry i think you guys are asking a lot of hannah anyway hannah's like i can't i canceled my shift and spencer's like we'll go in anyway it's a therapist's <laughs> office just say you're having a mental breakdown again this show really does understand that people go to therapy for everyday <laughs> maintenance right, exactly, of their brain exactly. she's like spencer why are you freaking out or whatever and we learn that toby kavanaugh 
who has never had a date in his life, according to Spencer Hastings, just bought two <laughs> tickets for home. Yeah, but so what we, what the girls don't know is that those two tickets are actually for him and Miss Emily Fields, but we don't know that yet. So they think that that means Jenna and Toby are going to be going to the dance together, but they think Jenna's A, so they're like, okay, the fortune cookie said that A is going to be there. We know that Jenna's going to homecoming now. Jenna's definitely A. We need her file. As they're talking about this, Mona comes and sits down, and I think Mona looks the cutest I've ever seen her in this scene, actually. But Spencer hates Mona before Mona says a word. I like laughed out loud when I saw the way that Spencer was looking at Mona. I was like, I know Mona sits down and Spencer is literally so (laughs) visibly disturbed by her presence. And like, I would understand it if we were like 10 episodes in the future, but we're not. So why are we so Literally, and it's like Hannah's friend. Yeah, literally Hannah's friend. Mona sits down and she's like, oh, did I hear you're taking a towel boy to homecoming? And Spencer's like, his name is Alex. And yeah, I am. Like, what about so it? She's so serious. Who are and you bringing? I am. Her voice is like shaking. <laughs> and Hannah's like, Mona, cut it out. And Mona's like. She says, I think it's cute that she's bringing her Cinderfella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Hannah goes, can you go get me some Froyo? with sprinkles as if like Mona gets her froyo every day and forgets the sprinkles every time or something and so Ashley's like Ashley Ashley Benson um Hannah is like (laughs) she's harmless or whatever uh because Spencer's like why are you friends with her and he's like when you get to know her she's really funny okay let's just all let's break down the logistics of this let's go back to the pilot when oh, Arya's okay. getting when Arya's getting the lay of the land of everything, Hannah gives Arya like a weird look. Whatever is with Mona, where there's Hannah, there's Mona. Right. Spencer walks in, and we know that Hannah and Spencer are like somewhat friendly at this point. They're friendly, mm, but not maybe. like that. Is what Arya says. Maybe Spencer was like, "Oh, Hannah and Mona got really close, and Hannah and I didn't completely lose touch. So like, she and I could have actually gotten really close during that time, but instead she chose to be close to Mona. And Hannah and I are like still friendly, but we're not friends. I don't ever think about it like that because I think when I look at Troy and Belisario, I do see like a 24 year old. So I'm like, she's not thinking of things like that. But I guess a 16 year old Spencer Hastings might be. So Mona gets up to go get the frozen yogurt with no sprinkles. No, she said with sprinkles. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I couldn't oh be Hannah's God. friend. I couldn't uh, be Hannah's friend. You couldn't. Anyway, so um, Spencer and Hannah kind of like peruse <laughs> over the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> and they see Toby Cavanaugh and he like lifts up. This is the first bit of skin that we'll be seeing from him, but certainly not the last. He's like constantly shirtless. Anyway, um, Toby lifts up his arm. He's like taking off his backpack or something and his shirt pulls up a little bit. Messenger bag. And we see he has messenger bag and we see he has a tattoo and it says 901 free at last. Uh, I can't even believe he's got this tattoo. It's hilarious to me, like that a 16-year-old would have this tattoo on their body. This scene gives me the ick. It's so cringy. Okay. I don't know what to say about it. So Toby just bought his homecoming tickets, and he is strutting down the hallway. He turns the corner. He feels like a new freaking fracking man. In the words of Caroline, he's walking on air. He's walking on air. And so Emily's in the hall. And Toby like catches <laughs> up to her and Toby's like, hey, I was looking for you. This is like, this is the thing. They're so flirty and you cannot tell me that the writers aren't trying to make us think that there's like some kind of a romance budding here. No, I know. I Especially in this scene, Emily is like into it. Emily looks like so excited that he's saying this stuff to her. Yeah, it's really weird because he says, I was going to find you. I was looking for you. And she goes, you were, which is a lot. 
what? What? And she's like, I mean, what did you, what, what's up? And then she like looks down and like does the eye, the Shay Mitchell eye flicker. And it's like, they are flirting. You cannot convince me otherwise. They're talking and Toby's like, do you want to hang out tomorrow night? And Emily's like, well, I would, but I'm going to homecoming with my friends. And he like whips out his two tickets to homecoming. He's like, got this smile. He's so proud of himself on this moment like he's so pleased with himself and he's like well i was kind of thinking we could go together or whatever what's the best way you were asked to homecoming i didn't get really asked in like big gesture kind of ways it was like note in your locker oh and i was like doing shows someone like left me a love note and like you could send love notes to the actors um the boy who asked me to prom my senior year just came to our house and knocked on the door and had a bouquet of flowers and it was just like very sweet and i was like swooning out of my head how about you? Oh, well, let's talk about you, actually. Well, my my favorite ask was, I'll say his name, Dan. Aww. Dan asked me to prom my senior year with Diet Coke. He got a bunch <laughs> of Diet Coke cans and spelled prom in front of the little theater before one of our concerts in high school. And then she got to keep them. He was actually running late to call time. So... Dan, or no, no, Sarah was texting me. She was like, Phoebe, where are you? <laughs> because they had to like clean up the Diet Cokes if I was going to be late. Oh my God. And I like rolled up and I like barely saw it. And Dan's like, okay, you're going to prom with me. Uh, we have to start cleaning this. Dan hates <laughs> being late. Anyway, so that was <laughs> cute. Oh, can I say my favorite way that you were asked to dance? Was it Josiah? Was by, yes, when he dressed up like Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that one was cute. He said, um, I'd be helpless at homecoming without you. That was so, it was so cute. cute. And he was literally dressed like a colonial. I know man. he like knocked on my <laughs> door and I was I was this was my like freaking suburban mom phase of dressing. So I was in like a vineyard vines <laughs> polo in this picture. I looked horrific we'll post we'll post so toby pulls out the two tickets and he's like i was thinking we could go together and emily actually says yes she's like i didn't think that was your scene and she kind of like says no a little bit and he's like i think what you mean is that you don't want to go with me and she's like no i just thought imagine him in his room wait what you're about to say is going to be hilarious because we heard this line two very different ways but go ahead say how you heard it the line in question is i didn't know that sitting in my room alone listening to the was a scene <laughs> so what i'm what I, I don't i think we actually have the same read of it because i think it's so it's horrifying me. it's so like oh i'm just so different this is how i spend my nights oh that's not really how i read it i read it more as like okay weirdo i mean it is weirdo for sure but it's also like that is so something that like a moody artsy boy would say like oh i just hang in my room and listen to the smiths but imagine him in his room alone smiths playing which is already questionable i do like the smiths cancel I me do too. however i know we're not supposed to I like have that like uh, you know what I mean. Anyway, in my head when I like picture the scene, it's asleep playing like no other because there's some like fun Smith songs. Yeah. Like to me, it's like asleep is playing, all the lights are off in his room, and he's reading Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the or, Toby like, energy. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, maybe. Yeah, like, but no, but for sure Catcher in the Rye. He's like <laughs> I've read it so many times, I basically have it memorized. Every every single line in it is underlined. It's Highlight like, it, yeah. Well, he he volleys between that and perks of being a wallflower for sure so emily ends up saying yes they're gonna go together toby's jazzed and he's like okay i'll pick you up at nine and she's like okay but 
It starts at eight. And she's like, you're so crazy. <laughs> you're so crazy for that, Tobes. And then he goes, oh, like I said, lame. Like he's, which is okay. Thing is so lame, but he wants to go with her. This is what I meant in the beginning of like, he's calling this lame as though he knows what's cooler. But then he's also like <laughs> down on himself about sitting in his room alone, listening to the Smiths. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like for him, like that's lame because what he's doing is cool. Like he thinks what he's doing is cool. He doesn't, he might say like, oh, I'm so like I'm such a loner I'm so whatever but that's for attention because he actually thinks that he sounds cooler and like above everybody else because he listens to the Smiths and they probably don't know who the Smiths are but in reality he's lame and homecoming is not lame I love this scene but it also gives me the ick for like another reason I oh my god I love this scene I love this scene (laughs) oh (laughs) are you okay Phoebe's like needs to go take a cold shower (laughs) Caroline. <laughs> sweating, you're blushing, you're hot and bothered. And you are. You are arguably hot and bothered. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, though. It's like a very, like, sensual scene. Should we tell you guys what scene we're talking about? So sp- picture it. We're in the cafeteria. But the cafeteria has been transformed into a workshop. Into Santa's workshop. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I, I didn't know It kind know of looks that way. Yeah, no, it's, but they're all, you know, it's the homecoming committee. They're getting ready. The it's, music that's playing is, what oh you going to do God, when your wait, mom says no? I loved this song and I downloaded it. What you going to do when your mom says no when you get an ing and you got to go? I'm going to have to run. <laughs> Which gonna, I love as You know what? This show, soundtrack wise, I feel like was inspiration and inspired the Selling Sunset soundtrack. Fair. But do you know that, okay, my senior year of high school, we went down to Charleston, South Carolina. Our parents had just gotten a house down there. And so we all went down. This is so, this, this trip was iconic because we watched it. We had all like the DVD box sets. We watched it in the car on the oh, way down. Caroline, can I tell you something? What? That was such good sister time. I love that trip. Sobbing right now, listening to this. No, I know, I agree. Well, it was sister time because because we all had the flu, so we drive down 10, 11 hours to Charleston, South Carolina, and the idea is that we're going to be like renovating the house as a family. But we're all staying in this hotel. Our youngest sister Lily gets really sick, and so she goes to the doctor, and she has the flu, and they give her Tamiflu, and then every single one of us gets the flu, and we are like so sick but we're still somehow spackling and priming the kitchen of the new house to get it ready and we're still like <laughs> working at the house so it was a very like important trip it's so funny but i remember we were yeah we were watching pretty little liars that was the first time i really watched the show oh my like, god yeah and i went on spotify before i had spotify premium and i followed all these like playlists that were like pretty little liars season one soundtrack and i would just like listen to it and my head phones at the beach and like pretend i was in the show i think they were trying to do like what gossip girl the big gossip girl soundtrack will never it will be topped literally never be topped i can actually like think about all the songs that came Matt out of that kim like young Matt folks and kim mgmt oh the soundtrack is so good so anyway. yes that song is playing what you gonna <laughs> what do you gonna when do? your mom says no um and spencer's getting ready <laughs> very selling yes, sunset it is god it really it's like those tiktokers who are like this is what the soundtrack of selling sunset i'm a hot bitch you're a rude bitch yeah i'm gonna set a freaking <laughs> house what 
Like that's what they all all the sound all the songs the song sounds that sound like that. Yeah. So Alex from the country club, Cinderella, shows up and Spencer's like, Oh my god, what and Spencer actually looks adorable. She looks so pretty and twenty four years old. And Alex comes in and she's like, Oh my god, what are you doing here? You're kind of early. The dance doesn't start for twenty seven hours. And this little cutie patootie. He's like, Yeah, I wanted to figure out the route and I'm gonna go get a suit. And so I needed to find out what you're wearing. And apparently they don't have each other's phone numbers or something but if they did we wouldn't have gotten this scene this is i can't get over this scene the scene is well, so I watched cute. this the other day with Anthony, and I was like, oh, my God, Anthony, leave the room. Because <laughs> I was like, am I in love with Alex? <laughs> Literally, he's, so he's like, and she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, just wear what you have. Like, I'll match my dress to your suit. And she goes, I'll wear something to match what you already have. And he goes, we can't both show up in jeans and a T-shirt. And then she's like, oh, are you sure you want to? And he's like, yes, I want to. Like, I want to get a suit. It's so cute. And then he, like, pulls out a lot of cash, and he's like, and here's this and she's like what the heck is this for and he's like it's for tickets and stuff oh spencer like fully thinks that this man is homeless on the street <laughs> she's like you're living on the streets alex <laughs> literally and then alex does the greatest thing ever okay but it's also a little bit weird actually i would hate if avoided this to me but the way that this is shot and the way that they're looking at each other as he does he it he grabs her arm but the way that he grabs her arm oh don't ever goodness. ever ever grab me like that because it's kind of a weird grab <laughs> and he turns her to face him and he takes the money and he's like i want to and he pushes her flannel out of the way and just that's the best part right there moves the wad of cash into her back pocket so he like touches her booty a little bit oh my god if he wanted her to be thinking about him it worked but so it's really cute and then they have like a cute little moment where they're like but i'm also like you guys do know there are a lot of people around they're like nose to nose yeah. like he's still got his hand in her back pocket and they haven't kissed yet it's so very, it's like a little like, like, and it looks like they're about to kiss. and she takes her paintbrush and she gets a little paint on his face very cute very flirty and then alex leaves and spencer does the weirdest thing you every time i see this, this scene i'm like what well are you're you doing? still doing it i can't you hear, can't hear me at all bro, this whole I can't time thing you're saying <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you're like, I've been doing a solo <laughs> podcast this entire time. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you guys, a little bit. E- a little bit? It's like I'm talking into the mic. Wait, I know, but like, I don't, I feel like I'm screaming in my room. My residents oh, can hear me. Oh, it's you. I know they can, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> they're like, they're like, that this is Phoebe talking about pretty little <laughs> Alone, alone in her room. Into a microphone. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying, but oh, she tell, she tells him, "I'm wearing a silver strapless dress, so now he knows what to get." And I did want to mention something about that because in the beginning of the scene, she says, <laughs> "I'll just match whatever I wear to you." <laughs> she has a dress. She has one, and it's like, girl, typically like suits are black or gray, so like or navy. There are Your dress actually matches with be. any of. Just tell him to get a black suit, and then he can have it for the future too. Like that's the best financially. That's the smartest move he could make is just getting a black suit. That's what. I I would do alex anyway he leaves he's on his way she's so excited she's looking around she's like did anyone see that spencer hastings gets down yeah <laughs> spencer gets boys and spencer gets boys don't forget that <laughs> she won't let you what i was saying when i interrupted you the last time without realizing it thank you for acknowledging what you did <laughs> is that spencer does this thing at the end of the scene where she like falls back oh i know i know it's a little it's that i'm in love i'm in love and i don't care who knows it kind of thing where she's like 
Or no, she's also like, dang, like I still got it after Ren. <laughs> and she's like, he's smooth. Who is Hannah's campaign manager? Um, <laughs> Hannah <laughs> approaches Maya in the hallway. Hey, and it's so nice. And Maya literally just thinks that it's because Hannah wants her vote for a homecoming queen, which says so much about Hannah. <laughs> okay, to be fair, as someone who's had to campaign, oh my god, <laughs> for I campaigned for student body president. You gotta make it your personality, girl. I thought you were about to say, but I was homecoming queen. Yeah, Phoebe oh, I was wasn't homecoming queen. Up, you did. <laughs> but you did. So in that case, so yeah, I was. Everybody I was knows. homecoming queen. However, we have Miss Hannah Marin walking down, strutting her stuff, and she runs into Maya, and she goes, oh my god, Maya, are you in the band? And, <laughs> and Maya's jazz band. Edo March. As if that's cooler, girl. I come would on. say jazz band's probably cooler than marching band. Girl, no I was in offense. both at one point or another. Okay, well, you, okay. And I would say were you in the marching band? there yes. were cooler people. So then you would know better than anyone. There were cooler people in the marching band than there were in the jazz band. The jazz band was smaller, though. Wait, okay. So I was watching this with Anthony. <laughs> this is the part where Hannah basically says, like, oh, Maya, are you going to homecoming? And Maya's like, no. And Hannah's like, well, you should because I really think Emily would be, like, really happy if you went. And Anthony goes, hefty Hannah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> When she says that to Maya, he's like, mind your business. And he's right. He absolutely is. <laughs> like, why would, would she, she just ruined everything. It would, be, <laughs> it would be really different if, like, Hannah and Emily had had a conversation at one point. Oh, my God, I know. And, like, way to make Emily feel so uncomfortable when Emily inevitably finds out that you told Maya Emily would be happy to see her at homecoming. But, like, frankly, at this point, Hannah could still just, like, think that they were drunk and kissed at a party. Like, you've been saying about these I pictures. Know. Oh, I know, Hannah, I know. I know we're like, yes, Hannah Ally of the Year. However, she's kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, except Hannah and Emily are good friends. Like, maybe she's like, okay, this makes sense. Oh, and also the way that the picture was delivered to her was from A, and it was delivered in a way that was like, this is incriminate, you know? Like, yeah, this true. is sensitive information or whatever. So, Regardless of all of this, Hannah just fucked up. <laughs> Hannah just fucked up. Hefty Hannah shut the fuck up. Up. <laughs> exactly. I want that on a t-shirt. Jenna is so creepy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I she's just like always like around. <laughs> she's she's very <laughs> she's much like, like Lily, our sister, just <laughs> sitting. <laughs> just around and sitting. And those are the two creepiest things you can do or be. So Toby walked out of the school. Jenna is again around and sitting. She he comes out of the school and Jenna knows that he's bought the homecoming tickets and she's really pissed. She's so she's mad. She's like so gross. I know. It's so gross. And she's like, well, you know, when she finds out what you did, she's going to hate you. And anyway, and so Toby, but he's being so manipulated by Jenna. We really start to see that um, because she says that to Toby and then he just, she puts her arm out and he like reluctantly goes in and guides her and they leave. Um, We're back in like that weird commercial business building that like looks like it could be nowhere in rosewood every time they show it literally anyway so hannah is in it i actually think hannah looks gorgeous in this scene she's beautiful <laughs> i think she looks great except for the outfit the outfit's bad and so she walks into or is the renovation <laughs> room still because they're painting she opens the door and this <laughs> like
like man who was like four times her he size. He is, but goes, you can actually tell that she's trying not to laugh. No, he goes like, does he say like, are you blind? <laughs> oh yeah, but he says that to the other person in the room with him. Yeah, he's like, are you blind? And then Hannah opens the door and she's like, clearly no, she's like hot <laughs> and she's not supposed to be there. And she goes, um, what are you doing in here? And acts like she's like the authority on it. But I'm telling you, Phoebe, I can tell that this guy is like a featured extra made Ashley Benson laugh her little <laughs> ass off because you can see it does like a cut shot and she's like mm, like she's trying not to laugh but it's so cute though because you can just tell that he like really cracked her up he goes bake it okay and she's like well are you gonna be done he goes no <laughs> she's going in to take the file she doesn't get to do it we've we cut to she and aria are hanging out in aria's room and for some reason unbeknownst to me hannah's borrowing accessories and clothes from aria to wear to the dance where she's gonna be crowned homecoming queen i'm sorry we already know your mom has said hannah i buy you everything you need to be popular you don't think that your mom would buy you what you needed for this dance hannah's holding up different pairs of earrings to aria and she's like she goes do you have anything less hippie and more bougie which like amen and Aria, Aria says the most, the bitchiest thing ever. She goes, what is there is what I have. What I, yeah, she goes, she, yeah. what is there is what I have. But actually, <laughs> I, I want to note something. Whenever Jewel. All that's there is what I have. One of the jewelry little containers on her desk you had in high school. Really? It's that like metal, that silver rose. Oh. Aria has it. How does that make you feel? So yeah. So Hannah, Hannah holds up two pairs of earrings and she goes, should I wear, it was an honor just to be nominated or it's about time. Where's my throne? Which. <laughs> It's actually very there similar goes, to the conversation I had with Caroline before I went to go to my homecoming court um, ceremony. No, this is the conversation Phoebe and I had before she went. To, okay, listen. I already knew that Phoebe won homecoming queen because they call your mom or whatever to tell them that you won so that you can make sure that like your family is there to see it and you are not allowed to tell. So I was at lunch at Totopo, this Mexican restaurant we love, with my mom and she gets the call. And mom, you know loses it <laughs> sobbing like so happy um and she is really cute actually and so then she's like caroline you need to help her figure out what to wear so i'm trying to be nonchalant about it we have like a few days before the game the homecoming game and i'm like sophia what are you gonna wear to homecoming and she's like i don't know probably just like a coat <laughs> okay a coat? Me, okay wait 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 no wait, wait. we know phoebe we know it's cold in pittsburgh in the fall wait. that doesn't mean that you're only I, a coat. <laughs> let me there are two things I need to clear up about this. Number one, I was not going to wear this also to the homecoming dance. Number two, the it was at a football game in October. It was going to be cold and I had seen pictures of other homecoming courts and I wasn't going to just wear a coat. I was going to have a dress on. Phoebe was just going <laughs> to wear a coat and nothing else. A coat and some heels. Um, No, I know, but it was like she hadn't thought at all well, about guys, what was going to be underneath the cranked. coat. Not, this is not me being like a pick me annoying person. I truly did not think I had a chance of winning so i didn't care i just thought it was cool oh my god this is not a pick <laughs> me thing okay anyway so we go to the mall i was like phoebe just like let me take you to the mall and let's just see if we can find you a dress because like it's really exciting you're on the court that's so great and like let's just whatever i'll take you so we go to macy's or we go to the mall wherever yeah we try on all these dresses and we find one that's super cute so so she gets this dress and then like that day i like do her hair and makeup and she's being so like we don't need to be doing 
this. We don't need to be doing this. And like, I already knew she won and I couldn't just be like, just fucking let me curl your hair, Phoebe. Like, I know you want homecoming queen. There are going to be so many pictures of you. Like, just let me do this, please. Me being in the marching band, I was like, that's what, obviously I'm not winning. But anyway, I was like, I have to play in the halftime show anyway. I don't need to be like, I don't need to look like I'm going to homecoming. Yeah, but she did. And, and it was really cool because then in the halftime show, she's playing and they let her like keep on her sash and her dress and she didn't have to put on her uniform. So it's like everyone's in their uniform, but they're probably so proud that a band <laughs> kid was homecoming queen. They're like, look guys, this is really good The PR. homecoming king was also, was also oh, in the band. yeah. Very cute. Well, we will post pics of that. Anyway. So Hannah's like, okay, Aria, like she's like moping around and she's like, Sean told me that this guy like really These wants to dance with you. These middle-aged names. And Chris Patuzzi. And he's going with Lisa. <laughs> what? We have names like Aria and Spencer in this friend group. <laughs> Not a Chris and a Lisa. <laughs> and so Aria's like, wait, but he asked Lisa. And Hannah's like, yeah, but he said he would rather go with you. Poor Lisa. <laughs> I hope Lisa doesn't hear about this. That sucks to be Lisa. Hannah keeps doing this. This is the second time Hannah's done this. Well, I think it's really just Hannah's like a good friend. She's like there for her friends. She's just trying to be a supportive good friend and make everyone happy and in this scene we find that hannah really does have an intuition for her friends in like relationships yes she does because she says to aria she's like i knew it you're already seeing someone right because aria has been so coy and they're all like they all talk about their relationships all the time and aria has nothing to contribute and it's so funny because hannah's like you have someone that you met back in iceland like i knew it and aria like says nothing and on one hand i'm like okay hannah why like why would she keep it a secret if she just met a guy in iceland like she wouldn't be like keeping it this big secret but on the other hand i'm like well aria absolutely would who wants loves the drama she wants everybody to think she's so mysterious she would be like she'd like make them beg her for it even if it was just some guy in iceland so that actually is very on brand for her and hannah's like oh my god dump him like seriously you guys are in two totally different places right now which is again like these parallels so it's the same thing we had in the beginning where like they're talking about byron and meredith and now we're talking about but aria has a bit of a turning point that we haven't like especially to contrast from that beginning of the episode when she chased ezra down the hallway chased Hannah him. says you two are in two different places and Arya's like you know what maybe you're right but I I think Arya's saying that because she's like okay I'm gonna pretend like that's the truth and then Ezra's gonna come crawling back I'm gonna play hard to get make him jealous whatever that's what she's gonna do what an insane homecoming I actually want to touch on something just real quick before we get into the actual homecoming scene shocking okay <laughs> we did not <laughs> discuss the two dresses that Hannah had pulled out <gasps> Of Arya's clothes. Okay, okay, okay. Here's what I want to say about this. Hannah pulls out two dresses, but she's asking Arya which one Arya's going to wear because now she's convinced Arya to go, right? And so she holds up one dress and it is... Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I don't know how to use words to describe what I, I saw. Do. Okay. What it reminds me of is in Carolyn's favorite movie of all time, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, it's the dress that the Shakespeare girl would have worn. Like yes, it, it has that vibe for sure. And the other dress reads completely, like, if you showed me these two dresses, I would be like, these are from different, one's from Spirit Halloween, and the other is from, like, Nordstrom. Yeah, the the other dress is very much 
like something that Tomcat would have worn and 13 going on 30. And then the first dress is, yes, 10 Things I Hate About You, Shakespeare Girl. I can't remember her name right now. And the black dress, I actually think the black, it's like a black sequiny dress that is the 13 going on 30 style dress. Which Ashley Benson was in. Oh my God, she was in that. Damn. Oh my God. Yeah, Brie Larson. Wow. What a star studded. God, I love that movie. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why Aria didn't just wear the black dress i don't know why either one of them didn't just wear because that's a great dress and if you have that in your closet there's really no reason you shouldn't be wearing that aria but she doesn't wear it and says she wears again like some it's like a steampunk style that <gasps> she's wearing that it's is like this little goth girl steampunk style i for know her style a lot of the time when she, especially when she does like these it's more of a dressy episode when she's dressing up and she I does know. the the, the Oh my god, I hate it. It's like in like the Hunger Games or like the Divergent series when girls would like really tightly braid their hair or like pull their hair to one side. And then side. they pull all their hair to one side, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate it was it. really and she's wearing it's basically like I'm going to post a photo and it's very much like steampunk, but if you are not familiar with the steampunk, <laughs> that's fine. Um, and I understand, honestly, and I sometimes wish I wasn't either. She's wearing like this high neck. It's like a mock neck black dress, of course, because we're going for the goth steampunk vibe here. <laughs> and then it's like short sleeves, but the sleeves are also puffed a little bit. And it's like with those awful sleeves that are only flattering on people who literally have sticks and twigs for arms. It's those sleeves that are like puffed. And then where the sleeve ends, it's got like another bit of fabric that's like a little bit tighter. And it's like, how dare you actually do that? And then it's like a fit and flare dress. And she's got, I think, like high knee socks and like boots on. And it's just like, why, why can't we just... Be normal where yeah you know what i'm all for everyone expressing themselves express yourself if you aren't aria montgomery okay and that's really like the bottom line here so aria of course is the only i mean we kind of get a bit of a runway moment for emily when she comes in later but aria is the only girl that we see enter the dance of course we see her strut down this hallway and it's like girl Actually, where is this in Rosewood High? Where is this being thrown? It's wild. It's like a full carnival kind of theme. It's very well attended. They've got actual things to do. Yeah, I've got this band playing. It's great. And so we get all the girls together except Emily because remember she and Toby will be fashionably <laughs> late. So we've got we've got Hannah, Sean, we've got Spencer and Alex. We've got Mona and the extra from the hallway scene with Ezra and Aria, the one who's leaning against the locker. He's Mona's date. Good for him. He made himself noticed on set that day. Sean looks like he is cosplay is our favorite freaking word on this podcast these days. <laughs> but he looks like he's in full like Joel Olstein cosplay in this suit. Oh my god. Like he's like ready for his Sunday sermon that's going to be televised like across the country. Alex looks spiffy. <laughs> Phoebe's obsessed with Alex, but so am I. Um, he's like every like housewife's fantasy of the pool boy. Like it's just Alex. That's like what they see. Um, I love Spencer's dress. I don't love the hair, honestly. I think that that dress, like if you're wearing a strapless dress like that, that's not got a lot going on. Like I think your hair should be down, but that's just me. Best Hastings hair at homecoming. 
The bar's low. Oh my god. What did they do to Melissa? Actually, what did so they do? Across the room, across the room, Spencer sees Melissa. And so they're all standing there. And Spencer's like, if you'll excuse me for a second, and she goes to step out, and she's like, guys, talk to him, to Alex. Like they're oh gonna god, completely wait. ignore him as soon as she leaves. Mona makes the meanest comment to Arya. What? And Arya gives her such a mean look. Mona looks at Arya and she goes, No date? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, <laughs> And Arya looks at her like, you don't know that I am sleeping with our English I know, teacher. I'm shocked Arya doesn't just whip that one out right there. No, Mona really <laughs> just does not know how to hold her tongue. It's just like Hannah says earlier. She's like, she's just insecure or she's just self-conscious or whatever. And and Spencer goes, like a pit bull. Um, so Spencer goes across the whole room and she sees Melissa. Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. If you're going to go back, okay, let me let me ask you guys a question. If you're going to your high school five, ten year reunion, are you trying to look the best you've ever looked or are you like, whatever, who cares? I don't know about you, but I'm trying to look the best I've ever looked to show everybody that I am thriving since high school, right? Is that probably, yeah. Okay, so so Melissa, I guess, doesn't feel that way because the dress... The dress is fine. I really, I mean, who could pay attention to the dress when the hair is what it is? She has, I don't like when girls do the slicked back hair look, but it, hers isn't slicked. So it's like, imagine the slicked back hair look and now put like three inches on top of that. It looks like she's wearing a headband made of her own hair around the entire circumference of her face pretty much. And her makeup looks, she looks like she's at her 20-year school reunion when in reality it's probably her five or... And it's not even a reunion, it's homecoming. Why are all of them there? They're having a former homecoming queen. But also, why does she know so many people? Um, Spencer's like, what are you doing here? And Melissa goes, nice to see you too, sis. This is the first time they've really seen each other, I think, since she kicked Ren out. New York. And like, they went to New York. So this is big and melissa's like i can't tell what type of conversation melissa's trying to have i have no idea but spencer's like you need to get the fuck out because at first melissa's like oh it's good to see you too like she's like well i was just gonna try to be nice to you melissa's like kind of looking around she's like oh it's nice to see you too sis like she melissa's all about appearances we must remember so she's trying to keep up that like perfect hastings facade kind of thing spencer she goes to leave and Melissa goes, oh, and by the way, they posted the winning essays of the Golden Onion. (laughs) I'll never remember what it's called, but I just am like going with Onion now. So Melissa's like, they posted the winners of the Golden Onion essay competition, and I read yours. Or should I say mine? And Spencer is singing a different tune. Spencer's like, I know, I know. I told my dad. I told mom and dad. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And Melissa, Melissa gets ready to like spit facts. Like these are. It's straight facts, what she says. She says, you're not sorry. You never are. Yeah. And I don't know if I... Fo- okay, maybe maybe sometimes she is, like, sorry. But she does do this stuff over and over again. And Wilton Spencer is the definition of, like, I'm sorry when I get caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, is she? Because she's still, like, when she gets caught, she doesn't always, like, do the right... It's like, if you never were caught, would you still be doing it? If the answer is yes, then yeah, you're not sorry. You're upset because you got caught and then you want to say you didn't do anything wrong and that everybody's mad at you. And listen, you were taken advantage of Spencer and you're going to have a lot to unpack later in your life. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. However, 
once you it's it's if we take out the part that he is older than her and we're just looking at it like it's your it's your sister's fiance and you've now kissed two of your sister's partners like it's like if we take out that they're older that is kind of a weird thing to do multiple times (laughs) and if we add in that they're older then it becomes this crime and she's taken advantage of and i still really believe that she is but it's like but it is in the words of caroline kind of a weird (laughs) thing to do and you know what i stand by that definitely kind of a weird thing to do so yeah so spencer's like i'm so sorry melissa's like no you're not and and spencer goes away because trish comes up and melissa's got to keep up those appearances she says hi trish all right so we are at the punch bowl with hannah and mona and mona's talking about i don't actually is she talking about melissa i can't tell I literally have no clue what they're talking about. And I don't think it matters what they're talking about. I think they're just like have to be there talking so that Lucas can approach them there for like the storyline. And God, I think I've said it already in this episode, but like Lucas literally gives me the heebie-jeebies. What about you? I, again, I have like a difficulty. Yes. the In, in short, yes. And spe- I, th- I definitely remember like watching the first time and not liking him. And feeling that way. Yeah, it's just like, but I don't know. By the end, there's part of you that like really does hurt for him. Yeah. And I think that if he was played by a different actor, we would maybe see him differently. Yeah, he just like gives me the like, creeps. I just think he's like creepy. And like the way that he acts, honestly, just seems so like incel to me. That's like fair. it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, again, like I think they're doing a similar thing that they did with Toby of like, and especially in the beginning. They wanted us to be like, well, it could be Toby, it could be Lucas, it could be any of these right, people. Right, right. But at this point, like, I'm, I'm, if I'm watching, I'm not thinking that it's Lucas literally at all. But we don't have enough backstory, but I think they want to make it so that, like, when we do get some backstory and we see why he hates Allison, it's like... Okay. Ugh. Anyway, so Hannah and Mona are standing there talking. Lucas approaches them, and he's like, hi, Hannah, or, like, whatever. He's, like, being so, like friendly and hannah's clearly embarrassed he's like, like taking pictures of the dance oh yeah no he, and he's got like this old he literally like a paparazzi he like takes a picture he actually is like dressed the way that like photographers and harry potter are dressed like with like a bow tie <laughs> he's, like, Colin Creamy. yeah that's what i was thinking harry can i take a picture <laughs> yeah, it's just you guys thought you had heard the last of the british accents Never. you were wrong mr um, wilden yeah Mr. Wilden. <laughs> so he shows up. He like takes this random flash photo of them and they're like literally stunned. Anyway, so Hannah, you know, is like playing nice, but she's kind of, I think, embarrassed that he's like acting like they're BFFs when she's in front of Mona. But actually, I don't know if she's more embarrassed to be quote unquote friends with Lucas or to be friends with Mona in this moment because I wonder if she's like, oh, I don't know what Mona's going to say. And like, I'm just like, and she should be embarrassed. That's what we realize. But what I find interesting is that like Lucas introduces himself to Mona instead of like, you'd think they're in the same grade and like, Honestly, like Lucas and Mona, when Mona was loser Mona. Yeah, Mona hasn't been cool. For they that were long. like in the same like social exactly. tier. And so they, ha- and I do think like later on we get scenes of them together at that time period. Oh, Beca- really? Yeah, I think so. Because they both hated well, Allison. So Lona, Lona, Loner Mona, Lona. She has a line in here once he walks away and basically, you know, Hannah's like, I don't know why you can't just be nice because. Well, Mona goes, um, 
okay, Lucas, well, can you go be Lucas somewhere else? Yes, yes. He's like, hi, I'm Lucas. She's like, okay, Lucas, can you go be Lucas somewhere else? Yeah, exactly. So she's so super rude. Lucas is like, okay, see you around, Hannah. And Hannah's like, bye, have fun. Like, so fake. And she turns to Mona. She's like, I just don't know why you can't be nice. And Mona says a series of things that are just like, so offensive and inappropriate really ignorant and this is not the first time mona has said ignorant things yeah and it's it's just super problematic and we do learn that like that vocabulary she's really trying to tap into what allison tapped into like they're not trying to be nice like it's not like mona and hannah Mona specifically, it's not like they were bullied by Allison and now they're at the top and they want to do differently. Mona wants to be the new Allison and be equally mean to people. Yeah, so yeah, totally. They they don't care. And and Hannah says something about how like we we should just be nice and Mona's like, you know what? You can go all kamikaze if you want, but you're not dragging me down with you. And that's kind of like a eerie kind of moment for Mona. Um, you know, she's not she's not willing to give up her status. She's not gonna be loser Mona again. And, you know, what would she do to keep that Hannah says something interesting that I think is pretty self-aware and shows the path Hannah will go down, especially with Lucas, is Mona's like, we worked really hard to get to the top. And Hannah says, well, I think I lost a few things climbing up here or something like that. And I think that that's an important turning point for Hannah. Happening so early, too, in the series. My gosh. We love growth (laughs) for Hannah Marin. And honestly, I keep thinking about how Hannah Marin's just, like, the best friend. She's just, like, an icon. She's just... Honestly, like, the more and more that I'm watching again, I'm like, is Hannah my favorite? Is she the best liar? Yes, I think she is. Okay, I'm obsessed with this scene. It is so goofy. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) If you'll remember, Spencer sent aria as soon as aria had her little strut on the runway spencer sent her straight to work and she went to go work at one of these carnival games and she goes back there and she's like is anybody back like so mean is anybody back here yeah you know what this is like not the first time that aria has been like really mean and then she's like saved by someone <laughs> she knows or like wants like she wants him to think she's nice it's the same with like the bar she's like can i get a cheeseburger like she's so like rude and then she's like hi <laughs> so it's like the second time she's like maybe she's just a mean person and then like we're just seeing her like this whole homecoming thing is so bizarre to me because it's literally like a carnival pretty little liars does love like a carnival circus yeah, clown well, it's theme so classic like creepy like it's yeah it's such an easy like and it's like cute until it's not you know so anyway but what i think is so weird okay so she barges in to the whatever you want to call it. it's like a she's spinning a wheel and there are holes in it and people are throwing things and to get it through the hole did i paint a good picture of this game so she walks in and it's ezra and he like rolls his eyes makes like this big show and i just want to say again i've said it time and time again you are in public you are no, at for school real. if people saw the way that he just reacted to her walking in they would be like um excuse me ezra can i talk to you like that is not how we interact with our students like you can't be like that you can't show that you dislike her <laughs> they're like not speaking and she out of nowhere, she's like i didn't plan this and he's like i said i believe you <laughs> again with the lines that are like 
I don't think it was. He said, I already said I believe you. And she's like, yeah, but you don't. And like, I don't (laughs) know. I just think if I was like in line to play this game and I saw this interaction, I would be like, kind of (laughs) weird for student teacher. And so Arya gets up to spin the wheel. Like Ezra clearly, like they're done talking about it for a second. And I realized that Arya has gloves on her hands. Oh, (laughs) but of course. I mean, the outfit would really be incomplete. I would love to see how, wait, actually. Okay, so the Met Gala was last night. Um, no, no, okay, wait, s- quick thing, quick question before you go on with this. Do you say gala or gala? Gala. Okay, thank God. Anyone who that says, says gala? gala is a poser. There are people. You know who would say gala? Who? Arya Montgomery. Arya. Oh, my God. Oh, isn't there a gala actually later in the show? And I, and I can't yeah. wait to see if we're right. And you know Ezra's like, God, thank God someone who knows how to pronounce that word. I have so <laughs> many conversations with people. They're like, gala. It's like, are, are you completely uncultured? And the thing is, is that, like, okay, I also see Melissa saying gala. And it's, pro- like, they say it, they say gala for different reasons. Arya yes. is, like pretentious no but it's a different it's like it's like that artist kind of pretentious yes whereas melissa it's a class thing yeah yeah it's it's the same sentiment just coming from different places basically I think. and like aria and ezra would be like oh people like melissa mm-hmm. yes but and like they're just the same it's just like exactly it's just like again there was a tweet for the met gala that was like what we thought we'd be getting with this theme and it was bridgerton oh yes and then what we got and it was the liars the liars like in their black dress like they're very original liars the gilded age to me you would have shown up dressed as alice and de Laurentiis in the yellow tank top <laughs> yellow tank top <laughs> but then also like a red trench coat and, and like, i'd like have maybe some blood on the back of my head you'd like run around and be like i know you want to kiss me <laughs> <laughs> i'd have my fashion designer like holding a camera the entire time following <laughs> yeah. me he's dressed as ian yes and then you like lay on the ground and like move your hands a little bit <laughs> I know you want to kiss me. I he's see like you. Throwing, you just be running like, out, like <laughs> saying her lines, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" I have the fashion designers also like throwing dirt around, so it's like, <laughs> and, you're like oh, oh. and you're like, you're like, turn around and you open your mouth, and you're like, keep throwing, keep throwing, because she's <laughs> suffocating. Okay, so I was just mentioning that I I would love to see what all the liars would bring to the table at the Met Gala. Like I would be that would be so phenomenal. They're in this. They're in the booth, and what what is like really getting me though. The kids that come up, right, in Paris, these little extras, they're coming up, they're getting in line. They're acting like they have no idea who Mr. Fitz is, and he's acting like he has no clue who they are. And if if this were at Mount Lebanon Senior High School, we would be like, oh, my God, like, they love Hi, whatever. And, like, especially because we'd all be drunk, and so we'd be like, you would not act like I don't know you. Especially if he's, like, the young teacher that everyone kind of has a crush on. Like, And they're also, like, acting like they don't hear anything they say like Arya they, these know. people walk up and Arya fully goes nice haircut Arya shut oh my up God. she's like trying to think of something anything to say and she's like, like uh, hey um uh nice haircut <laughs> <laughs> and there are like two people waiting and he just looks at her and he's like shut the fuck he like gives her this look that has like Literally. a thousand words um, um these people these students on their date they like win a little crocodile and as we goes back oh, over they- <laughs> I thought you said they went a little crocodile. I was like, I can't <laughs> wait to hear what this fucking means. <laughs> so Ezra goes back over to Arya and she's like, A is not my friend. 
again like the same (laughs) i'm like okay girl calm down and he's like well then who is it like what the hell then what what's going on and she's like someone's messing with me someone's just messing with me he's like why would anyone want to mess with you you're 16 what could you possibly done in your life and she's like because and she takes a moment she's like last summer and then she looks over and she sees spencer and hannah and she decides okay i'm not gonna say it and she's like never mind two things about this number one what the fuck was she gonna say Last I think summer, she was going to say what happened with the Jenna thing. Was she going to say the Jenna thing? And that's why someone would be messing with them. Was she going to say her friend died? Like, there's like a few things she could say happened last summer. It's kind of like a big summer for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's It was arguably a big summer for all of them. Thankfully, Mrs. Welsh saves the day. Is her she name walks Mrs. In, Welsh? Or like Walsh. It's with a W for sure. But she walks in and she goes, I'm ready to relieve you whenever. And Ezra's like, thank you. I'm fine. Like he wants to keep having the conversation. And Arya again <laughs> has this moment where she's so rude to people and authority figures. She goes... I've had enough. Okay, yeah, no, I know. But here's the other things I can't handle about this. is like, girl, you wanted to talk to him. You're the one who kept like, trying to think of things to say. And you're like, yeah, I've had enough. And it's like, you were just in the middle of a conversation, but okay. And also, since when do you want to keep having the conversation, Ezra? And also, you, yeah, we're just super rude to this teacher. When Arya says, oh, I've had enough. The camera the whole time has been facing, like, the inside of the booth. So we've only been seeing Arya, Mr. Fitz, and Mrs. Welsh or Welsh or whatever. Then it turns and we see that there are like lines of kids outside of this booth waiting to go in. So Aria and Mr. Fitz have been having a conversation while kids have been literally lining up to play the game. They've been ignoring the children, having this conversation. And then everyone just heard how rude Aria was to this woman. And they just watched them have this conversation. What the? If you're gonna be so dumb as to have this relationship, be a little smarter about it. I don't know. I just, okay. So then we go and Melissa throws herself in front of Alex and Spencer as they're walking through the dance. And she goes, hi, Spencer and Alex. I don't really know exactly what she says, but she recognizes Alex. Alex introduces himself to Melissa and she's like, oh, I know you. You work at the club. Do you? Okay. But do you think Melissa actually recognized him or do you think that Spencer mentioned she was going with someone from the club? And so Melissa's like trying to pretend because she's trying to get all buddy buddy with Alex. No, because I don't think Spencer and Melissa have seen each other. And I don't think that Spencer would have told. I don't think Spencer would have been like telling her family or parents that she was going with someone at the club and also we find out later that i guess this doesn't necessarily mean that melissa knows who alex is but alex knows who melissa is spencer's like no he doesn't go here and melissa's like where do you go and alex says it like so like just trying to like make a good impression and he's so cute spencer like is she i do think this is coming from a place of like she means well it is and and she acts it so well but it comes off so bitchy yeah like i would make alex feel so bad spencer's like you wouldn't know it it's not in the same zip code as the prada outlet or something like that yeah which by the way y'all are shopping at the prada outlet yeah poor (laughs) poor (laughs) (laughs) poor just kidding i like like shopping at like the gap outlet literally i'm like fuck yeah it was 49.95 now it's 45 (laughs) yes anyway yeah it's so rude and i know she means it to alex like oh melissa's like way too vapid and like she 
she's just so wrapped up in her own world she doesn't know anything and she's trying to insult Melissa but what it actually does is say like no Alex goes to a school that you would have never heard about because we're so rich that we would have never heard about it and she's acting like she's better than Melissa but like with every comment that she makes like this and and again we find out later that it's not like she's been perfect herself we kind of see some gears and cogs turning in Miss Melissa's head and we're like oh this is not the last we will see of this little situation playing out but in the time being someone whispers into Spencer's ear and I actually wanted to note something about this extra is that her nails are the like quintessential like 2000s they're like those french tips that are like so short oh my god i hate painted on clear so it's not actually like yes. clear nail polish it's like nude colored yes. nail polish and then with the tip on it but they're so short and oh, flat they're wow. those are the and they make your fingers look like so short and stubby you know exactly and so this girl literally like it's her hand is such a prominent feature of her acting where she like it's like <laughs> It's like the wicked whisper. It's like how she puts her hand in front of her mouth. They probably like of- didn't know who was going to do it. And they're like, the ca- the extras, casting directors, like, can everybody come over here? Can you all lay your hands out so I can just Literally. see? You, no, and no. it's like, you, you're perfect. She walks away and Spencer's like, catering issue. Why did the girl have to whisper about it? Maybe, oh, actually, Spencer probably ran this homecoming committee like a freaking naval oh, ship. Oh, so Everybody's probably like, like, maybe it was a catering issue, but Spencer made it so clear that nobody and can no know. No one can know. Everything needs to look like it's going off without a hitch. Everything needs to look like it's running smoothly, even if it's not. Right. Yeah. She's like, don't let This girl's probably know. whispering in her hands, like shaking as she Literally, goes she's Spencer. like, Spencer's like, now listen up. You're all front of house. That means you smile. <laughs> You fake it till you fucking make Honestly, it. Honestly, this this girl was probably back in the kitchen, and they were like, "Someone needs to go tell Spencer what's going on." And they're all like, "Oh my god, not me, not me!" They're and like, everybody's like, straws, yeah. <laughs> literally." And then she walks out there, and you know, Spencer's first thought was probably like, "You're not supposed to be out here. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're on um, no, catering. No, no, you're back of house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw your nails. <laughs> I did not approve those for mingling. Okay." <laughs> So Spencer grabs Alex's hand and like pulls him away. And Melissa walks away, scheming, scheming, scheming away. I could use minimal screen time with Melissa this episode if I have to look at her hair one more freaking time. And that's the thing is like when she approaches you at the dance, you know what I mean? She's towering over you. She's not a tall girl. She's towering over you. You can't see anything else. So like Spencer and Alex are like terrified. They're like, I I don't know where I am. They're like so like out of it because (laughs) Melissa has created such a shadow of darkness over them because all of the light, no light can get through the hair. When like King Kong or like Godzilla goes over the city and like it gets so dark over the entire city that's like that's like almost exactly what's happening here so spencer (laughs) and alex are like scared like worried they're like where will i go and then (laughs) luckily for them they get saved by someone and so actually we're making fun of her hands but she's the hero of the episode of the series of the series even okay when emily and toby walk into the dance why does it give me the same energy as serena walking into like a dance with dan and everybody being like what is going on like it's same energy yeah that's true this scene with toby and emily <sighs> is the worst yet i think it it is so uncomfortable and like i've said over and over the two of them are such uncomfortable unnatural actors that like put them in a scene together with nobody else and it's a <laughs> fucking train wreck it's so it's toby just headed for disaster Toby has a little bit as a moment of like 
um, hesitation. He's clearly nervous to go into the dance, which I think is totally fair for him. I do. I just hate the way that he like communicates it where he's like, I'm too cool. Everything's it's just like yeah. these characters are so they're just characters you really do find in everyday life. And like they annoy me on such an intense level <laughs> in everyday life. And they also really annoy me on the television screen. I can also see like, I mean, Toby might not know this because he's never been to one. But like, why is this dance set up when you enter? It's like everybody's looking at I you. I know it's like you're on an elevated step. Like I understand for the cinematography, but I mean, that's like a big, and you guys decided to come late. See, that's the issue. If they came with everybody it else, matter. they wouldn't be dealing with this. But Toby wanted to be fashionably late. Maybe he actually wanted to have like a big entrance. Maybe this is all a ruse. Maybe he's playing a character. They're oh. talking. Toby's honestly like we can like skip over most of this. They're just like talking, trying to work up the courage to go in. What's important to say about the scene though is that Emily has a moment where like she's like, oh, you're nervous to see my friends, but it's not going to matter because they <laughs> yeah. want her to be happy. They're not going to care. Like they might care for a second, but they're going to get over it quick. And then they, but I also think another important thing to talk about in this scene is the dancing. Because I wanted to skip like, right over that. <laughs> oh my God. Toby's like, it's so like, I, I don't dance, whatever. And Emily's like, okay, so you just do this. And the camera switches, compl completely switches angles, goes inside the school to film her doing this. We see through a window, Emily doing this whatever dance this is. She's like standing and her hands are flexed, elbows at her waist. <laughs> and she says a little like, a boob, a boob, a boob, a boob, like that kind of thing. And then she's like, and you do that. And then I'll just dance right. around you. And it's like, Emily, I don't really see you dancing in there either. No. I just don't see that for them. And so they get ready to go into the dance. But first we go to Pick Me Aria, who is claustrophobic. <laughs> and frankly, okay, I know that we revisit her claustrophobia throughout the show. And it is like legit or whatever. But it is oh, really? so. I have no idea. It is so annoying to me that that's her excuse for everything. <laughs> that she's like, that Spencer's like, well, actually, I found it really funny when Spencer was like, that was a short shift. Like, she's like trying to make oh, it yeah. a joke, but it's like, you're not done for another 15 minutes, Arya. Get oh, back yeah. in there. Spencer's like, let me say this in a way that we can all laugh it off, but you know that I mean it, and I know that I mean it. And also, I can't look like I'm choosing favorites, Arya. I'm running a business here, okay? There's no nepotism right. in this industry. <laughs> Um, no, but Aria, it's so funny because when Spencer's like, oh, that was a short shift, Aria's like, oh, I'm claustrophobic. It's like fully like, like you a know this. It's like fully a big room that is actually. She's the friend that gets in the elevator. She's like, no, I can't do this. I'm <laughs> have to take the stairs. And it's like, okay, so I know, I know about claustrophobia. <laughs> like I get claustrophobic too sometimes. It's not my cardinal personality trait. No, but it is Aria's. So Maya. Oh, sweet Maya. No, this okay. is so heartbreaking. This is really hard to watch Maya looking beautiful, looking like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. She approaches the group and she's like, hi, Hannah. And like, definitely thinks I have a spawn and Hannah's actually kind of weird. Maybe it's because she's like, I don't know where Emily is. It's just like, hi. And Maya asks if she's seen Emily. And we remember that Hannah was like, I think Emily would really love to see you at the dance. And Hannah's like, I haven't seen her. I was just about to text her. Well, we see Aria. And at first, I think Aria's giving Maya this, like, really dirty look. Um, but she's looking past Maya to the entrance of the dance where spotlights are all on Emily and Toby making their grand Fully. entrance that I said reminded me of Serena and Dan. The lighting, like, completely changes when they walk in there. Yeah, it's there's a spotlight. It's They're insane. on, like, a raised stage. The music completely stops. Everyone turns and looks. Whoever's in charge. Music doesn't stop, but so it might them well. enter together and they were like spot spotlight on entrance spotlight on entrance yeah yes but i can't understand like I, i'm just saying i understand that it was like you know 
she had said, I want to bring someone maybe, but I don't know how it will go. And she hadn't fully decided when she said that in the beginning of this episode. Once she fully decided, don't you think she might warn her friends? Like, if she knows they're going to find out some way or another that she's going to the dance with Toby, maybe once you ask him or once he asks you, you, like, prep them a little bit? Well, because I... otherwise, this is, like, a major... This is a humongous bomb to drop. Well, I agree with that, but I also think Emily was like, well, if I tell them, number one, they're going to probably try to talk me out of it. And number two, they're they're obviously not going to react well. And that's not, I may as well just like bring them and be able to enjoy part of the night but before they ruin be, the night. And she really thinks she's going to be able to enjoy it. I, I just think wouldn't it have been a little better and wouldn't her nerves have been a little bit less if they had just had an idea like well my question is though is like they walk into the dance holding hands like they are there as like a couple this is what i've been saying phoebe i know but is they're really trying to market them to us like they're a couple i hate it i hate they're that. not playing the friendship thing right and now like, and it's very uh, confusing as an audience member when they walk up and they pan to maya the thought of maya oh like oh my god i know the thought of maya getting like picking out a dress last minute getting her no, hair done those are the things doing the her makeup that it's like intrusive thoughts <sighs> thinking about how excited she is and also part of is she gonna wonder if hannah like tried to was doing this just to be mean <gasps> like <sighs> like if she's like i oh i know that maya likes emily and i know that emily likes toby so whatever but because i want maya's vote i'm gonna tell maya that emily wants her there and then she's already cast her vote so i don't care like is that what maya's thinking it's horrible it's horrible it's a horrible moment emily and toby approach the group all is silent actually what is with them and just like not saying hi to people like i would fully rather fall out of a plane no parachute oh, they're completely approach unapproachable this group of girls. And, and you know i will say i don't think they're like worried about that <laughs> i think they're pretty cool at that i think considering what's going on in their lives and all the secrets they have yeah i wouldn't be approachable either i'm like i don't need any more people in here to worry about like just be gone emily and toby walk up and they don't say anything and toby's like okay i'm gonna go get us some drinks and they're like why did you bring him like that line is so funny because it's such classic pretty little liars writing because she goes either you have some grand plan of sleeping with the enemy or you've absolutely lost your mind like the way she says it <laughs> i know <laughs> it's so funny and they're like he has every reason to hate us he's helping jenna emily's like you don't know him at all um, but again, I, I will keep coming back to this. You guys do know that like he didn't do, he didn't blind his sister. Like you did that. Like, you're the reason he was institutionalized. Like you don't actually have legit proof to not like him. The only thing you can think of is that he would want to help Jenna type out messages as a, well, I guess maybe like now that it's actually more on a like physical level <laughs> and so with that emily starts walking away and hannah kind of like stops her and oh because emily says a line i thought you of all people would understand because hannah's been so there for her and and hannah follows her she's like what do you mean and emily's like you literally said to me like if you want to go with someone go with whoever you want and we won't judge you she screams as Toby's walking up. Well, that's when I thought you were taking Maya. But I guess Toby already knows, so it's fine. But, like, Hannah doesn't know that. And Emily's like, Maya, why would I be taking Maya? And, actually, I think Hannah does something really big here. Like, I think that this was Hannah, again, being a really good friend. Because if this were Arya or Spencer, I feel like they would be so fired up by Emily taking Toby that when Toby walked up, they would have been, like... They would have brought up the pictures then instead of later when Hannah brings it up. No way. I, I think 
I think they may. Uh, yes, I do think they would have. They would have blown up their whole spot. What? Like, if they did that, then the show would have to end this episode. <laughs> because they'd be, like, telling someone, we think you're A. What did you, what do you think I just said? You just said that if it were Arya or Spencer, that they would tell about the pictures. No, I think that, like, I think they'd throw it back in Emily's face of, like, Toby walks up there and... Because now H- Hannah, if it was Hannah, Hannah and Emily are fighting and Hannah goes, that's what I thought you were taking Maya. And Emily's like, Maya, why would you think I'm taking Maya? And is like saying all this stuff and they're like fighting. Oh. And then Hannah would be like, like, look at Toby. Because I saw the pictures of yeah. you kissing. But Hannah chooses not to say it. And it chooses yes. to like be like, okay, I might be annoyed that you misunderstood me and took Toby to the dance. But this is still a conversation that we need to have. Yes. Once again, Hannah's an amazing friend. Melissa approaches Alex and she's like, God, it's so sad that Spencer's using you like this or literally like just twisting the knife. Alex is already obviously having an awful night. She's so despicable. Melissa, why? Like, it's okay to be mad at Spencer. In fact, I would be too. And like, I get that. Now you're just like bringing in an innocent bystander now, like and just fucking with him for no like you don't have to do that just leave it to you and spencer just handle it i would love to see the budget for this homecoming let me tell you there is a prius actually i'm not going to say the name of the car yet oh my god there's a car no it's a toyota i think it's a prius it might be a camry i thought it was a toyota corolla anyway it pans over this gorgeous car there's a big bow on it it's a raffle Melissa's like you should enter it it's a really gorgeous car pan to the car it is just a silver toyota (laughs) Uh, I, uh, for what? real like, what homecoming are they auctioning off a car half the people there probably cannot drive yet what i love is that melissa's like it's a really gorgeous car you should enter to win it to alex as if like she's probably like man this is like a freaking mercedes to she's this like, kid to him this is a lamborghini this is a Literally. really gorgeous car and I'm, I'm sure you don't have cars where you're from and i can drive you to get your license and then you can drive this car around the club like Oh my god. But so then we go over um to Oh yeah, so next we have Arya, Hannah and Spencer talking. And Spencer they're or they're all dancing and this band, why do I feel like the band playing at the homecoming is like an actual band? It's like the weirdest 30 seconds of television because the the band is singing and it's like one of them is singing and the other person is like doing Machine Gun Kelly impersonations. Like, this is a song. Play I want what I have. I want what you take. (laughs) But I feel like it's a real band for some reason. So what's so funny is watching all the couples dance and like Aria and Mona are 100% dancing with like actors that are older than Ezra Fitz. Who the hell is Aria dancing with? Who is this man? Is it is it Chris? Who's Chris? (laughs) Chris like Patuzzi or whatever that was last name was. I mean it must be, but we never like are introduced to him but Arya looks looks at this guy so in such a mean manner again she's like fine i'll dance with you and so the whole dance is like packed right the whole dance floor and then there's oddly this big circle in the middle of it that like no one's in except for the three liars and their dates and they're (laughs) they're they're slow dancing which i've never in my actual life seen slow dancing happening at a school dance <laughs> spencer and alex are like fully in like a tight embrace that's the only time he's gotten to see her all night he's like please don't go he's like holding Literally. her so he can't he's afraid she'll drift away the weirdest there is not a cue there is nothing that makes spencer like nobody's spencer just oh it's like she just got a vision and she she's gets like, shocked by an invisible electric eel 
Yeah. And she. Did you, did you say an invisible electric eel? Yes, I said she is shocked by an invisible electric eel. And she, like, like electric shocks all throughout her body. She grabs Hannah and Spencer, I mean, Hannah and Arya, and, like, runs them up into a hallway. And she's like, guys, I figured out. I'm having trouble hearing. Not this again. Girl, shut the fuck up. Who? Alexa. Me? I have to be quiet. She can obviously hear me. Oh my god, She's, I'm keeping like that in. It's like spoken to. That you know, is so like funny. She thinks I'm talking to her, and it's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Are you to everybody ever? <laughs> it's like they think I'm talking to them, and it's like, no, I'm not. Also, none of the dates care that the girls left. They just like keep dancing. They like <laughs> literally keep slow dancing as if there's like a shell of a human inside their arms. <laughs> there's no one there. And Spencer's like, I found out what Toby's tattoo means. She goes, nine oh one. September 1st. And Arya goes, that's the day Ali went missing. And yeah, so Spencer's like, Hannah, you have to get the file tonight. And Hannah's like, I'm nominated for Homecoming Queen. I can't leave. Fair. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, Spencer, you're kind of asking a lot. And we've been saying this. Like, it's like, you're asking a lot in the first place for her to jeopardize this, for her to, like, literally break the law, break HIPAA violation. Like, there's a lot that could go wrong. You're putting a lot on the line for Hannah. And also, you're not allowed to stay and see if you want Homecoming Queen, which I know matters to you because you want to be a high school girl for one day in your life instead of being an adult who's dealing with these things sister what do you think toby's gonna do because as of this moment that's what i was just thinking you guys just keep your eyes on it just take emily home with you make sure she goes home with you and like do it in the morning if you must spencer's like delegating everybody's what everybody has to do and aria again she goes what am i supposed to do (laughs) like you just girlfriend you don't have to do anything just enjoy the night but aria you know inflated sense of self ego self-importance hannah's like okay you can entertain sean and aria acts as if you just told her like she can go literally clean the toilets with her tongue like she's like <laughs> oh, oh what? I mean, what am i gonna do it's like he's a person just go talk to him so then Arya's like i get and she's so annoyed that she has to do this but she goes off to do it she's like hey i want to go get more ice and sean goes well is there a heat wave i don't know about it. yeah we're starting to see sean's true colors so hannah goes outside and she's like trying to call a taxi cab girl i think you might be able to walk you think rosewood wait, is not that what? big phoebe what you think she should walk she's wearing heels it is the middle of the night she's currently being stalked by a murderer <laughs> Okay, wait. You let's can walk. <laughs> you can walk. It's I have no mi- clue how far away you are, but you can certainly. That it's building the is middle not, of the night. I mean, it's probably like nine or ten p.m. Is it I dark out? I'm disturbed by this. She's being <laughs> blackmailed. Her best friend went missing and was killed a year ago. She's not gonna walk in the dark in heels wearing a homecoming dress where she sticks out when she's being stuck like this and she has to be back soon like it's time is of the essence here and she can't get away quickly if she were to get caught what oh my god the things you're just not thinking about i'm seeing phoebe have an epiphany where she's realizing maybe and i can't walk no i know i know i know i know i know anyway so she's waiting she's calling a cab but she's not gonna actually no honestly what else is she gonna do besides what well, she, she's about to literally find another option aria could have driven her why didn't one of the other girls just go with or her like maybe instead of Arya being like and what am i supposed to do she could say spencer's like i'm not risking mean, that no, Arya should have been like oh well i'll drive you or spencer should have been like Arya, drive her botch from the start but lucas comes out and he sees her and he's like the homecoming queen going home and she's like nominee and i just like i have stuff to do whatever so he's gonna end up taking her and so spencer goes back into the dance alex pulls down spencer looks like she is fully seeing ghosts fly around this building (laughs) 
it's she's having and a she's vision. looking at emily yeah. and toby who emily is just like so pissed the whole night like she's so annoyed that this is how it's gone emily maybe we should have foreseen this i'm not like what did you expect? i'm just yeah. saying like you could have <laughs> maybe thought through it's not like there were no clues as to how this was gonna go spencer is like looking at alex like will not even make eye contact with him he's like fully and alex is like do you want to go to the fortune teller? and she's like oh no it's not really my thing but then she decides to go because she sees emily and toby headed that way she's like it could be fun who knows and she goes and she's just like beelining for them okay this girl is in everything yes so we're with spencer and alex at the fortune teller i'm gonna look up what else she's in because she's in so many movies but she plays like the fortune teller she's doing a tarot reading for spencer and alex spencer's not paying any attention because she's staring at emily and toby and alex is getting annoyed anyway we go over to emily and toby emily steps away for a second and maya again is just move again with the ghost imagery she is just moving <laughs> through this dance as if she is truly a ghoul she's floating and she looks at emily as though she has seen a ghoul <laughs> she, she it's like haunted mansion vibes or it's oh like ghosts goodness, and harry yeah. potter vibes where they just like float by and they look at you and they say nothing and you're like okay i feel like i Truly. have to go talk to them now like it's like Maya, they like, said has nothing this, they like, gave you a look it's like glazed over look to her eyes all the time that is just like i just saw a murder or i just like i don't i just saw something truly disturbing and emily comes out guns blazing <laughs> yeah, she does it. well she doesn't come out but she <laughs> no pun intended i cannot understand why she would start this conversation the way that she does so many things are at play here she's so upset about the way her friends are acting she's kind of on like a little bit of an adrenaline rush i think because she's there with toby we add in that she now knows that hannah thought she would bring maya to the dance so I think she thinks Maya's like telling people. And so that does make me kind of understand yeah. why she would come into this like so hot. But it is. It's intense because we don't see this kind of emotion from Emily. And she doesn't even say hi. She literally just goes right to Maya and she goes, what did you tell yeah. Hannah about us? This is what and she Maya's said. like, what are you and talking about? And Maya's the, like, and the way that she talks. Anything. Like she's about to just, her soul's about to just like float out of her body at any time. <laughs> um <laughs> And this is a really important conversation because it is the first time in the show that we really see Emily or Maya talk about what is happening between them. Up until now, it's been kind of like on camera. We haven't seen them discuss it. We haven't heard either one of them say that they are interested in women, even though they clearly are. And so Emily's really upset. She's coming in hot. She's upsetting Maya. And Maya basically says to her, like, I am waiting for you to come to terms with who you really are, which is a big moment i like the the way this dialogue mm -hmm. happens because emily's like i told you i needed space and mine's like i'm giving i'm giving you space to come to terms right. with who you are rather than like i'm just like giving you space and leaving you alone to do to like go back right because maya's understanding is that there's something here and like i'm giving you space but it's not forever like i'm not leaving right. the situation so that's what maya says she's like i'm giving you space to like figure this out and if that's not what you're doing and you're not interested in me then you need to tell me and set me free and she basically says to emily like if you can look me in the eyes right now and tell me that you have no feelings for you i will leave you alone for good and emily looks everywhere except for maya's eyes and she looks like she's maybe gonna cry maybe gonna start screaming maybe gonna rip her hair out she won't <laughs> say it to maya though and maya just kind of has like a knowing nod and she walks away no she floats away <laughs> right sorry she floats on it just like <laughs> she Ellen actually Montgomery. she actually she floats right up. She floats actually she into the sky, and into the rafters. So we have Arya and Sean dancing together. It's like so painful to watch. Do you agree? And like thinking about 
how these scenes are filmed in television it's like thinking about the silence in the room it's even more awkward because there's no music playing Arya is dancing with um sean and ezra like is (laughs) walking around the dance at first like he's like big man on campus like shaking hands and high-fiving kids like like, where was this energy when you were working the booth (laughs) you like you didn't know anybody and then again with the not being discreet about his feelings in public he sees Arya dancing with sean and i do think this is like a big moment for him in terms of like there are two aspects to this that i think he's probably feeling and one he's probably trying to put down more is that he's seen Arya dance with someone her age and like having fun right i'm stealing this time of yeah. her life away from her but also then having to wrestle with the fact that he has really real feelings for her right so ezra walks up the stairs and has this super dramatic look <laughs> yeah at he them. like turns and he around and Arya, looks at her and she is dancing and she sees him and so she whispers to sean like be right back and she goes and follows him we then cut to spencer and alex who are still getting their tarot cards read this is like a very long extensive reading so she's like there there's a darkness in this relationship i think this man is maybe dangerous and spencer's turning everything she's saying into she's talking about toby and emily and she's staring at toby and emily and then a tarot card is pulled that has the classic a red lipstick kiss and it says kiss bye-bye to your bff and i keep wanting to call her madame zaroni who is definitely the girl from holes featuring shia labeouf um (laughs) (laughs) but the tarot card reader is like who put this in there how did this get in here she's like horrified all right big scene between aria and ezra we're getting a lot of big scenes in this episode and since it was such a hit in the last episode we will be doing a dramatic reading of this scene so um phoebe I will let you play Arya and I will play Mr. Fitz, okay? Ezra, wait. Just let me talk for a second. Please. I don't want to argue or try to convince you. I know it's over. I know that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I can't stand the idea of you walking around and hating me. Hate you. (laughs) The only person I hate right now is myself for asking too much of you. Seeing you out there tonight, out on the dance floor, having fun with guys your own age. You said it, V. Not sneaking around and holing up with me in my apartment to watch videos and eat one of the three things I can actually cook. Because, because I can't take you to the movies. I can't take you out to a nice restaurant. And for the record, I could never hate you. I figured you'd be here tonight. The new haircut wasn't to impress Mrs. Welch. I gotta go. Mrs. Welch, not Mrs. Walsh. Welch, like Welch's fruit snacks or jelly even. Um, So kind of exactly what Phoebe was saying, like, yeah, he's hitting on, I can't give you this high school experience, but also like, I don't hate you. I like you so much. And I, I this inner it's conflict, It's interesting also because you know, it's not even like the high school, like he can't give her even like kind of a normal relationship. Take the high school no, aspect yeah, out I of it. Yeah, I literally can't. He pretty much heads out really fast after laying all of that on her. So it's like, okay you're in the hallway what if someone walked out what if mrs welch of all people i know people and in the words of caroline suspicious there's one hallway in the school there's only one hallway in the school and you're in it and then anyone who needs to be in a hallway in the school is going to be in this one <laughs> so you're not safe to talk about this just like wait even if she just like left the dance and went with him to talk in their car like I, anywhere but here so 
Hannah and Lucas have gotten to the office building and Hannah's wearing Lucas's jacket, very sweet, very romantic. And she's about to go into the office with all the medical files so she can try to get Toby's file. Um, and she has to literally say to Lucas, like, do you mind waiting here? Which she acts like it's a big deal to say that. And I, I don't think that it is. Well, Hannah also made Lucas take the stairs to the 14th floor. <laughs> As if, I don't know why the camera footage, the, like, I'm assuming it's security, like, it's so people don't know that they- Wait, do you think they don't have security cameras in the stairwell? Like Exactly. It's like, I don't know how much you're helping. Just save yourself the trouble. Yeah, and, and you walked up 14 flights of steps in heels wearing his blazer over your dress and you didn't sweat, you didn't take it off. Like, I, I'm sorry, just bizarre. I can't believe she's doing this also. Like, this is just so- outrageous this entire thing and i also have to say this so we've got this scene going on and simultaneously we have a toby emily scene going on both scenes cause me severe anxiety like and they're happening at the same time it's so much so we flip over to emily and toby and emily has like stormed off after this conversation with maya and she walks into the cafeteria and toby follows her and I have to say, they're like kind of talking. Toby's like, what's wrong? Do you want to talk about it? Emily's not really saying anything. And so as they're having this kind of awkward combo, there's like this gaggle of girls and guys who walk outside of the cafeteria and they're scream laughing. But also, can we talk about the extras Okay, on the this bench is what I want like to talk about. Fully, they're making out. Making out. <laughs> These extras, oh my God, they are going This is the second it. pair of extras because when the girls were at the top of the stairs... There was a couple, like, by the lockers making out, too. What the hell? It's so funny. When they do this, there's, like, the director for the extras, or the background background director, background talent. And they stage it without having anything approved by the director. Like, the director might give them, like, an idea, right? And then they go stage it. And they're like, okay, so you're going to walk at this point. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. So what must have happened is this director was like, okay, and you guys are going to be sitting on the bench. You're, like, flirting, whatever. I would bet money those people decided to kiss on their own. And, (gasps) yeah, and if they didn't, then they were, like, told. And you can, like, give her a sweet little kiss or, like, pretend that you're drunk and you're really kissing her or whatever. So Toby says to Emily, why don't we go to the chem lab? It's quiet up there. The classrooms were never unlocked. Certainly not the chem lab. That's a room that would for sure be locked up. I'm sorry. But Emily, for some reason, like, she's decided to just completely trust this man. And she goes with him. Okay. Spencer's walking around the dance with Alex. And Alex grabs her. He's like, Spencer, what is going on? You seem distracted. Alex, is this the first time you're realizing that Spencer seems distracted? Like, you've been with her all night or not really. So Spencer gets a phone call and it's Hannah and she's like, I really have to take this, I really have to take this. And Alex throws this line at her that she will not understand for a couple minutes. He <laughs> goes, um, maybe my work here for the night is done. And she's like, Alex, what? Weird. He doesn't sound like mad about it. He's like saying it in a really nice way. Maybe my work for the night's done. And she doesn't understand. Obviously, we all understand. It means like I was just here to piss off your family. She takes the phone call. It's Hannah. She's like, there's nothing here for Jenna Marshall. I fumbled the bag a few minutes ago. I said she was looking for Toby's file. She's not. She's looking for Jenna's file. Spencer's like, look under Kavanaugh. She finds Toby's file. So Jenna actually doesn't have a file here, but Toby Kavanaugh does. So that's what Hannah's going to end up taking. I want to note. So, okay. So Spencer hangs up the phone. 
And Melissa just appears. Again with the just apparitions. We love doing that in this show because it's spooky. Right. And so she, but she has been working hard, we find out, because Alex has actually left the dance. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened between Spencer taking that phone call? She's been on the phone for like 30 seconds. Hannah's phone died, which is like Hannah. Also, Hannah has no urgency in there. She's like, it is stressing me out how nonchalant and how, but she thinks she has all the time in the world. Like, girl, are you nuts? So her phone dies and she's like, ugh. You know Spencer's going to have a talk with her later. All the girls are going to have to carry portable chargers with them from now on. Spencer's going to be like, I got these all for you. We can't have this happen. So Spencer gets off the phone. As we said, Melissa appears. And Spencer, like, asks, where's Alex? As if Melissa has, like, killed him off. Like, the, the way she thinks of Melissa, just atrocious. And Melissa says he actually left. And Spencer says, what did you do? And Melissa, man... That older sister biting remark. You did this all on your own. I was right. I was right. I was right. It's a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> um, we we did forget to say something about the Melissa Spencer conversation, and I actually like the way I have my Zoom oh. set up is that I can see you in my corner while I'm watching, and we both have the same reaction to this mm-hmm. line. And it's when Melissa goes, uh, Alex left. And Spencer's like, floored. She's like, what, what, what's going on? And Melissa goes, do you need me to tweet it to you? <laughs> uh, what is the obsession with Twitter? Retweet? <laughs> like, is it like the new, hottest new invention? I'm over it. Melissa, why wouldn't you just say, do you need me to spell it? out for you why would tweeting it make her understand it better i just so anyway i just wanted i just wanted to mention that no thank you because i would have we would have been remiss not um, to mention so we go it. in the chem lab with toby and emily and i noted i'm starting to take notes because those scenes are just jam-packed with things that i need to say i know well these scenes also flip back and forth so many times it's hard to kind of know when to when to break so they're in the chem lab and toby's like do you want to talk about it? Like, you're obviously upset. Is it Maya? And we know he's seen the pictures. Emily knows he's seen the pictures. Don't know really what he thinks about the pictures, but he's seen them. And he says, did you come to the dance with the wrong person? And Emily, very big of big moment for her, she does say, uh, maybe I did, yeah. Emily goes, why do you like me? Why are you so nice to me? You know what my friends and I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Emily, she Toby's needs to consult like, with the group. Well, and this is where Toby kind of, like, Keegan Allen, like, takes a turn with Toby's character, I feel like. Now he's, like, actually kind of scary because Toby goes, we've all done things we aren't proud of. <laughs> You're giving me Severus Snape at the moment. <laughs> we, yeah, we've all done things we're not proud of. No, he, you're like, he's kind of getting creepy. He is creepy. He is creepy. Especially in the scene. He is creepy. As he's saying, like, we've all done things we aren't proud of, he, like, shuts the door. And this last shot is from the outside of the hallway. And you, like, just see, like, they probably, like, had to tell Keegan Allen to, like, get on his tippy toes and, like, really, like, make it seem like he was, like, buffed up in this scene. Because his silhouette is, like, towering over the Kim lab. Why? Why did he shut the door? The only reason to shut the door is to freak (sighs) everyone out. (laughs) Like, Emily and the audience and... I don't know if it was, like, to give them more privacy, like, in case, like... Mrs. Welch or Arya and Ezra. Maybe maybe Arya and Ezra were being so loud in this one hallway in the school that they had to... Yeah, I wonder how the school has more than one floor with only one hallway. That's... That's interesting. I don't know. I'd love to see the architectural blueprint for the building. Interesting. So I was wrong. Uh, Yeah, I know, and I was right, and I love to say this. It's a Toyota Corolla. Oh, wait. Okay, I was wrong about that, but I also was wrong about Arya wearing gloves... 
Oh, is she not? She has she has one. Oh no, glove I on. think I did know it was only one. Is it fingerless? So Melissa Hastings is announcing Homecoming King and Queen. She also did announce this gorgeous Toyota Corolla, which is just so funny. Um, she announces King and Queen, Sean Ackard, and Hannah Marin. What kills me is that Hannah is is actually there. Like she's in the I was the gonna gym say the same thing. To hear this announcement, you actually made it back for this moment that meant a lot to you. And you won't go up there. Like you won't just go quickly take it. But I think again, a great example of Hannah being such a good friend because she's so concerned yes. that Emily's in danger. She's like, No, 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 I don't have time. I have to show you guys Toby's file. I do want to ask a logistical question. Yes. Sean and Hannah are both sophomores. Interesting that they would win, yeah. I there's this weird thing about like television shows where the popular kids just seem to like they don't subscribe to any like time grade like anything like that they're just like they are the popular kids and it doesn't matter if they just enter the school there's only one group of popular kids and that's them so sean goes up there and is crowned homecoming king and like just has he's acting a little more embarrassed than i think he needs to be like i don't and he's pissed like he's so mad feel like it's okay this clearly means a lot to him maybe more to him than it does to hannah but he's the kind of guy that like pretends that like he's not into this kind of thing and hannah's so into it it's like not but it's like yeah no dude you're so pissed that she didn't show up like so hannah's like we have to go she gets Arya, she gets Spencer, and she wants to show them Toby's file, whatever she found in there. So the girls are like, you get Jenna's file, and Hannah has to explain that they didn't have Jenna's file because Jenna only went for one appointment to see how she felt about Toby coming home. Which makes you think, okay, why would it matter to her, Toby coming home? What was going on? What, did he do something to her? We get a nice little flashback to Allie and Toby, and it's like the night, you know, the one, the night. And Allie and Toby are fighting. And Allie's like, I see you peeping in my window all the time. And he's like, I've never looked in your window, I swear. And she goes, well, I've looked in yours. I'm like, okay. And she basically accuses him of, like, being a perv with Jenna, right? Yeah, he's accusing them of, like, being intimate with each other as steps. Yes. And so we are led to believe that that's why they wanted to see how Jenna felt about Toby coming home. Like After this, after the girls kind of come to this realization that that's what was going on and or no, Hannah says that's enough reason to want someone dead and Arya goes, or us dead immediately back to her and then she's like oh my god, I, that was like an inside thought, I let it out um, oh my god, we should call Emily <laughs> she, it's like clockwork it's like oh, she hasn't made a comment about herself for 30 seconds, it's coming it's so, she's so predictable it's, you know, but honestly we love but somehow they've ended up in like a fun it's like house truly where in the which, school is this where in the school is i this? don't understand so we saw spencer in the cafeteria setting up the dance and now we're at the dance we don't ever need a fun house like no one ever needs a fun house nothing good's ever happened in a fun house we've seen us we've seen pretty little liars and many more i'm sure we just don't need it especially yeah, in like in a town place. where a high school freshman was just murdered. You haven't found her murderer. Her murderer could be a teenager because she was so despicable. And you're just going to put these horrifying things. We pan out in this fun house. <laughs> this <laughs> is incredible. Honestly, where else did I expect her to be hanging out? But Jenna Marshall is just standing. <laughs> just standing in the hall of mirrors where she can't see herself. The worst possible place for her to be. She's going to get, how she, how yeah, did she like, get in there and how is why, she going to get out? How did you get in? How are you getting out? Why did you want to be in? I, 
it's because she's inherently hor- like inherently scary. Like she's inherently creepy and spooky. So she's like, I feel most at home in a space like this. She's like, there's an echo and I can tell it's a hall of mirrors and, and this is where I feel most myself. So she has nothing to do in this entire episode except for being seen these two times. It doesn't matter that she was in this fun house because we never come back to it in this episode. It's the fact just that she was in there. Heck out and girl, it works. Holy freaking moly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. We have a lot to go over. Let's start. Okay, so we're in the chem lab. It's Toby and Emily. Emily's phone rings. We know Arya's calling. And Toby goes, can you please not answer that? We're not there yet. That's literally what we were just watching. No, it starts with Emily saying, Toby, you're scaring me. She's like, Toby, you're scaring me. Toby, you're scaring me. Which I don't know why he started scaring her. Just shutting the door, I guess, scared her. And she starts to try to walk past him. And he grabs her arm. Like, Okay, really no, so I did not it. actually skip forward. Because the phone call happens first. And then he starts itching forward. He's like, don't answer that. I want to tell you what happened this summer. And then she tries to escape. And that's when he grabs her. Arya texts her. <laughs> You're with Ellie's killer. We have proof. (laughs) Okay, one, you literally don't have proof. Two, why would you text her that if you know she's with him? First of all, that's going to scare the shit out of her. Don't deliver that kind of information in that way. And also, if he were to see that, like... Emily reads it. Toby's like, who is that? Is it one of your friends? And the way he does friends, he literally like, growls. And she starts trying to leave. And he's like grabbing her arm, grabbing her arm. And Emily beats the shit out of Toby. Insane. You like hear her rings like dig she into his skin. She literally punches him in the head. Like she comes down on top of his. I don't want to say punch him in the face because it's really the head. And then she pushes him back into this big shelf with all these beakers and glass and whatever. And it's kind of like Toby saw a vision when he painted his little picture the way that emily comes down on him and how big her hands would look when they're aiming straight for his and they're sharp yeah yeah yeah. oh for sure sharp she pushes him into the the big shells of the beakers and everything he is bleeding from the head he goes and he wipes his face with his scarf and wipes the blood and lifts his shirt up a little bit and emily sees sees the the tattoo did she not see the tattoo already she not i don't know but also like did you like what Emily she immediately knew. (laughs) There's no way she put it together what that meant because she No, there's no way. I wonder if it's because she had just gotten the text you're with Allie's killer and she obviously would have the date Allie went missing ingrained in her head. So then if she saw that, she might put those pieces together quickly because it was like information given to her like one by one in like a few minutes. So Emily pushes this like two foot stool in front of him as if that's gonna really push him back. And she goes to try to open the door and it's like, so now the door's locked? Like, I don't understand what's going on. But she finally gets out and she's like running. And we pan to Arya and the girls running through the cafeteria. Arya runs three feet into the cafeteria before she stops dead in her tracks and goes, where is she? <laughs> you are out for blood with Aria this episode. You cannot stand this bitch. It's just like you didn't even, you you literally just walked out of the dance. You didn't, what do you mean where's Emily? You haven't no, looked. That's so true. They're like, maybe they left, whatever. And then they hear her say like, somebody help, like, get, get away, away from, from me. me or something. So they start running. And here's where I just have no idea what the layout of this school is. Because we see Emily running. She's suddenly in the fun house. And she's running down this <laughs> hall. And she's like, get away from me. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. And then there's Toby. He comes around the corner. He's also in the fun house. I don't know where he came from, how he got like. They like dropped into the fun house. They like fully just like 
like yeah, trapdoor. It's bizarre. So she keeps running all these mirrors, very creepy, no sign of Jenna. The girls hear her, they're also running, and basically Emily's running, running, running until she just falls and she fades to black, and then that's we don't know what happened to her. But we get a little bit of an idea, which is so fucking like it's funny it's creepy i don't know what to call it but it's an a scene this is probably i can't rank them because there's so many but like in my head this is in my top five a scenes it's a it's a pretty good one it is so there's something really unsatisfying about the way that like in theory i love the idea of this being the scene but like the the actual act of it is really unsatisfying so what we see is a approach the rosewood sign the rose it's like welcome to rosewood population and then the number it's like seven thousand three hundred ninety eight a approaches with a, a spray paint can that is the exact color miraculously as the rosewood sign and spray paints it but misses the, the, oh my god a misses just the very minuscule top part of the number oh eight. my god that shit drives me crazy it bothers me so much and then the paint they dip their paintbrush into a an entire can of white just in case they need it they've but you didn't say okay so they they have painted over all of the eight all of it so it's gone and now they're taking well, except for that little, little tiny speck. And then they're going to paint seven over it, indicating that somebody in Rosewood has died. And so I think we're supposed to think it's Emily, but... Which I is mean, such obviously drama. That, like, yeah. That's <laughs> a little like, much. It's like, why do showrunners even do that? Because we obviously know it's the sixth episode of the first season. She's one of the four main characters. Like, obviously <laughs> she's not dead. So why even, like, why even go there? Why even try? here you have we'll post a photo of course um that's the end of the episode so fucking much happened really good episode though i'm glad this is the only episode for a while that we have to do via zoom thank goodness thanks for hanging in notice like too much of a difference it's weird the energies feels totally different but i will be with phoebe in a few days and so your next episode will be back to the raucous entertainment that you're used to (laughs) but uh why don't we go ahead and read the description for next week all right season one episode seven the homecoming hangover in the aftermath of the disastrous homecoming dance the girls try to sort out the devastation Parents, boyfriends, siblings, and friends are all in flux, and if the little liars don't act fast, the situation could go from bad to worse. Go on, girl, give us nothing. This synopsis tells us nothing about what happens. It's always just like the same couple sentences like jumbled up, and then like that's the episode. Yes, but the title I feel like really is truly perfect, The Homecoming Hangover, because like if we think about every single thing that happened in this episode, it's like the amount of like aftermath that we're going to have to sort through in this next episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm interested to see what happens. And in the photo for next season or for the next episode, Emily does have like a bandage on her head. So I'm assuming she hit her eye, but we do know she's alive because she's in the photo. So I nice love try. the next episode. It's going to be really good. Really looking forward to be back in person with Caroline. <sighs> Me too. It's going to be so good. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thank you for bearing with us. And hey, if you like this podcast and you like us, tell a friend, share it with someone that you know, share it on social media, text a friend, tell them to listen, but spread the word because we love recording it and it's it's so so fun to see that people are actually listening and liking it too so spread the word and we will see you next week